Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our 200th motherfucking episode. That was great, guys. I want to thank you for that. My name is Al Sterling in the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. We've got... <laughs> that had a different cadence to it. Uh, we got coach. 200. I special. Like, we can try to mix it up a little. I always do. Costless. Oh. No, that was a bad choice. That was a bad choice. I was trying to mix up. A yeah, don't don't do that. How much did you have? <laughs> I've had two sips of whiskey. Sure. Uh, and and we have uh, uh and we have uh senior hamster wrangler, Sir Ivan Wysocki. <laughs> That's right. Greetings. I've never seen a hamster in the studio. No. Which must mean that you're doing a really I'm doing good my job. job. Exactly. That's right. You're welcome. Exactly. You're welcome. It's not just that there's no hamsters in our studio. It's that when there have been hamsters in the past, those motherfuckers are wrangled. Uh, they fun, are in a pair of cheap blue jeans. Fun That's fact. That's how fucking wrangled they are. Fun fact. I recently... Huh. Did you just make a fucking pun? He did. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. 200, bitch. Let's 200, do this it's on. Yeah. I was going to tell a story about how hedgehogs are giving people salmonella, but that's that's not as interesting as you <laughs> making a pun about hamster pants. Uh, hamster pants, <laughs> by the way. Uh, the name of my ska band in the 90s. Um, oh, my God. So the... Um, you may be wondering, of course, for such elements as occasion, where is technical director Eli? Are they? Are they wondering? I doubt it. <laughs> Here's where he is regardless. Uh, it, it, as you guys already know, uh, dear listeners, uh, uh, our technical director has a deep-seated fear of the number 200. Ter- terrible, mm-hmm. terrible phobia. Right. I mean, and it's a very common thing. Debilitating. Yes, absolutely. It's so, actually called bicentophobia. Right. Uh, obviously. So he actually, it was it was a struggle to get him to come to the episodes, like, leading up to episode 200. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. 199 was rough. Yeah, it was. a lot of panic attacks, a lot of yeah. breathing into people's eggs. I mean, it was tough. Yeah, Mental health speed is serious. Dial just, just exactly, exactly. But I do think, I mean, I, but it does it does keep him thin. So Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you know, he can't. He All can't that anxiety really bumps up the... Uh, metabolism. Well, and the idea of being 200 pounds is just not oh, something God. he can handle. Like, yeah. he would I'd just be a panic attack. He'd have to self-identify as 200. No. No, 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 no. No, a day. That's why he stays comfortably at 137. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> Which is odd for a 6'3", man. It does. Well, and, it and 37 does. of that is the beard. Right. Yeah. Sure, I mean, sure, it's mostly sure. beard. It's mostly yeah, beard. Right. Yeah. I heard there's a couple hamsters living in the beard. Well, none that have not been professionally wrangled. They're, they're the foster hamsters. <laughs> okay. They, right. they, they're, they're transitioning right mm-hmm. now. So, so here's what's happening uh, today. Uh, we're not... <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Nope. For 200, <laughs> we decided to just kind of hang out and shoot the shit. So if that's not your deal, feel free to bounce. But... I would like to get to know each other more intimately. Um, you say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tonight on Delilah. Hashtag Delilah. me too. The... The <laughs> nope, I just fucking lied. So the we are still going to do our, our derail complete. For those of you who were wondering about Liz's mom, of course, we will still do Liz's mom Abs, later. Of course, of course. Uh, uh, so absolutely, that's, that's going to be the thing that joins mm-hmm. our um, regular episodes in honor with this episode. In honor of our two hundredth episode, I will be telling two hundred puns tonight. Yes. Well, Al's already got one down, so <laughs> we will not. That is. That is, in fact, not a thing that, <laughs> that will happen. But we're going to talk a little bit about the show and about geek life and about the things that have been going on and all that stuff. And if we could not uh, have our technical director here, uh, having having uh, Ivan is actually fantastic, and we're really excited to have him here. Because what was your first episode? Star Wars, right? 
No, uh, I think as, he a, pre- as a guest, yes, it was it was uh, one of the first Star Wars episodes that we did. Um, but I believe I was there when we were when we started recording at Eli's house. Okay, I was there for yeah. You were there for one of the unreleased episodes, exactly. Yeah, yeah so exactly. your first episode was actually before your first episode. Yeah, because mm-hmm. what was your first number six? That I was, believe which right. was the first published first, episode. Yeah. yeah, we have the five the five lost Who's episodes. Hawkeye? Yeah, who is Hawkeye? Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the first five episodes, which have been summarily destroyed and will never be acknowledged. I don't remember uh, the title of mine, but you weren't here the first time I ever guested. Mm-hmm. It was me, Dan, and Danielle, and we talked about BVS. It was, no. it was yes. BVS was your Absolutely. first episode? It was, was before, the movie review? It was before we were doing our movie reviews in the format that we do them. We were literally just discussing the movie and how much we fucking hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect. And I came on to do a Game of Thrones primer because it was right before season six aired. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that's how I became the, my first the episode, senior Game of Thrones correspondent. My first episode was episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what? Nobody heard what? Yeah, I've done... <laughs> I've been, wait, wait, most of, I've been gonna, on most of them. I'm going to put it up. Yeah, there's a, there's a shock. We uh, got the, I don't know. The last six months. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've missed several. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, a little, like, little back and forth. So, so I, I wanted to go around here. Ivan, what was your favorite episode that you, that you did? Um, I think uh, Porsche still used AOL CDs. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> it was the first. It was, for me, it was the first non- Star Wars episode that we did that I just I think we were on um, Dan was on Dan was on um, and it was just I thought it was a really good conversation between were there the two Dan's or did you just get stuck uh, no there was two Dan Dan's. Cage Dan was on Dan, Dan was on I think it was Dan, Dan, Dan I think it was Dan Cage, Dan Cage. I think so yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was Dan Cage so <clears throat> yeah I, I really enjoyed that one because like I said it was the first episode that was kind of really other than Star Wars was really in my wheelhouse so yeah it was, it was nice to be able to do that one that's awesome everybody what about you, uh, uh, Monsieur Benoit? Oh, good lord! Um, <laughs> the the uh, the M and M's was a good one. That actually was going to be mine. Yeah, yeah, that's always been a good one. Um, what was the uh, uh, relentless updraft? Relentless, oh, oh relentless violently rotating updrafts is yeah. your favorite episode? I think, I think that's one of my favorite How fun is that, that yeah. it's your favorite episode? Uh, uh, it was one of the most fun Liz, for listen, me. In a shocking turn of events, it's my least favorite episode. Why was that? <laughs> are, we do, are, we doing, are we doing a behind the scenes? Yeah, let's <laughs> do it. All right, oh, okay. Are we so, so let me, oh, let me tell you. So he's, not, he's, no, he's currently no longer employed. I, I don't believe by what's No, no, he actually got promoted. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess good for him. He's off camera. Does he still listen? Mm. <laughs> you want to find out? <laughs> so there was a very awkward moment between our guests. I won't even name names. Let's just say sure. there was a very awkward they moment. Can, they can watch the episode. They can go back and watch and see who between, was. Between our guest and me where uh, there was some there was some bad touch, bad touch. There was some, <laughs> there was some unwanted touching in a very visual banter. explanation of what the definition of friction was. Yeah. It, was a, it was a big Me Too moment before mm. Me Too was a movement. Yes. So, right. Right before. Yeah. <laughs> Literally right there on the cusp. But it was a hilarious episode aside from the Oh, really other than that, moment. yeah, no, yeah. it was a great episode. The content was awesome. But that. <laughs> well, and I found I found that that was I don't think he meant any harm. Uh, I don't think he meant harm. Not the point. No, 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 no. But there but intent I think intent does carry some weight, you know. Uh, a little bit. Not like a lot. It was still not good, but you know, I get what you know. Uh my favorite my favorite was uh, uh, was absolutely the uh, pharmaceutical grade M and M's. Yeah, 
that episode, we were still recording at my house, mm-hmm. uh, which is where we spent. We recorded at Elijah's house for the first two or three. We were at Zwayne's for, I think, one or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the studio, a buddy of ours has a studio. He has uh, the end. Dot FM. You can check out a bunch of their stuff. But uh, uh, he actually had the hijack is actually their big their big flagship show. Yeah, Fridays. Uh, so, but his 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 place was fine and everything. But it did it did smell like a very particular substance mm. uh, hmm. that was more problematic for me than for some of our others. <laughs> but that's <laughs> anyway. So we're and so we're now in my house, grounded, uh, gathered on this L shaped desk that uh, you couldn't put your feet underneath because there was the the little little pot. Pl- uh, <laughs> What's the thing called that you put the in front desk. of it? Desk. No, the desk, but the part of the desk that blocked you put your legs underneath it. Partition. Panel. The panel is what ah. I was looking for. <laughs> the super complicated word I could not find. <laughs> the wood. Was panel. <laughs> uh, so there's this panel on the desk Be- you can put your feet underneath because, it. Because the desk is made of wood? <laughs> <laughs> so the we get the senior director of emergency management for Seminole County to agree to come on the show and show up at my goddamn house. And I don't know why he was there. Mm-hmm. Clearly was they he were, lost? I don't know, like short did on you, disasters. Did you like accidentally call 911 and then just, got, <laughs> just like convinced him to sit down for a podcast? I honestly... <laughs> He's like, uh, honey, honey, there's a guy at the door. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how I got him to come on. I was, I'm glad he did. It was all, he was an awesome guest. But finding out like literally during the episode mm-hmm. that they shipped M&Ms to fake a, a fake zombie apocalypse as a training <laughs> just... Had to be my favorite yeah, thing. That was that. fantastic. But I told the guy ahead of time, like, we want to know how prepared Seminole County is for a zombie apocalypse. And when he said, yeah, no, we can come talk about that. Uh, that's when I should have known. Yeah. Because I told him about it before he said came on the show. And you would think that most people are like, no, dumbass, I'm not going to do that. Why are you wasting my time? I'm a goddamn professional. <laughs> Turns, Turns out, out. <laughs> not so much. That was that was awesome for me. Do you have a favorite? Um, my favorite episode is very self indulgent. My favorite episode is uh, helping all of Ames on Thrones, <laughs> right? <laughs> Every single episode of Ames on Thrones. Uh, no, my favorite episode is helping women, helping women. Mm. The all female episode that we did, where we did a, oh, we did a, a great episode. A look yeah, well, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, women guys- and geek. Mm-hmm. No, you guys did a great job on that one. Yeah. That was good. I think my second favorite episode is probably the first episode we had Phil on. Oh, my God. Phil the is The first a time he came Phil on to talk about Hero Spark. Oh. When it was still Game Changer. I'm sad I never got to meet him. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Phil's, every was, time Phil is on is a bit of a wild ride. Well, he's still thir- alive, Ivan. You've got plenty of time. That's, that's true. And then my third favorite episode is the last time we brought Oral on because I just love Oral. Aww. Because he's still Mark deli- that. He's so delightful. <laughs> <laughs> and check. <laughs> My favorite thing was the first time we had oral. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, you're. That's, that's Tell me about the first time we had oral. <laughs> the first time we had the oral on the show, <laughs> he actually commented on his name that uh, uh, if your parents name you oral, you're either going to be gay or a preacher. It's the only two ways it can go. <laughs> And I thought that was, I laughed my ass off at that particular <laughs> joke. Uh, I'm sure he's told it more than once, but I, it was the first time I'd heard it. Oh, yeah. And I fucking laughed my ass off at it. That was great. That was That's absolutely delightful. great. And so is Oral. Uh, so, yeah, that, that too. <laughs> that too. Do you remember when we used to not curse? Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, sure like fucking do. Two months ago? <laughs> yeah, was that recent that I gave up that particular fight? Yeah. You, yeah. you had a limit. Very recent. You, you put your, when did you put the limit on it? Oh no, that was a limit from the beginning. Was just one one f bomb per. No, actually, when did I thought I don't think we'd even allowed one f bomb for a while. No, yeah, not for a while. while. No, you you were. That's what I'm saying. When did you put the one f bomb rule? But that's how the mofuggo started. <laughs> when we changed format, when we changed to the this week in geek main topic b roll mm-hmm. format, I think is when we said, all right, we can allow one f bomb per episode. Your PG thirteen rating. 
one F-bomb per episode, which was basically supposed to be if somebody slipped, we weren't going to do it. Although, you know who wrecked that hardcore was Forrest. Yeah. Forrest came on <laughs> for the Luke Cage review. Yep. Oh, and yeah. dropped more N-bombs and F-bombs. But it was the Luke Cage review. Right. So we right. kind of were like, eh. Well, for those all, of you that have never seen him on camera, we would also like to point out that Forrest is black. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. We didn't just have like some random. I'd like to have a disclaimer. Some there. random white dude in a MAGA hat over the dropping in bombs left and right. No, 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 that's not what we did. <laughs> and it was not what we did. It wasn't a hard R. It was like this, <laughs> you can't do the hard R. You the, can't do the, the hard straight R. version, like the cool version. That's not this, not the straight version, but still like the, the well, correct right. Version. This, I said street, not straight. Oh, street, oh. not straight. Okay, <laughs> that's that was a great um, episode too. See, I remember a ton of episodes because um, back at Factor which was the next studio location that we went to. Right. Um, either uh, producer Eli or myself, we were hardly ever on camera just because the way that the, you know, the, everything was set up. So right. it's it fun remembering all these and like, wait a second, I wasn't even on camera for that episode. That's you know, right. We had, you know, three people on one side and you two on the other side. And then, I was just sitting off camera. So we have like five or six people in this room just sweating balls. In the- oh yeah, my God. Do you remember factor. how fucking You're like, hot okay. it used to be in Factor? There was, the ready. Factor studio had no return vent. Oh. And so mm-hmm. it was, oh, and so gotta, we would go out there. You got to have a return vent. Uh, we you had to time the AC. <laughs> yeah, well, and the AC, there, it had this really fancy nest thermo- thermostat mm-hmm. that would turn itself off after so long. So somewhere time during the episode, either somebody had to go out and turn on the thermostat or we all just died. Yeah. And I remember the one that we would drop it down to like 65 or something mm-hmm. like that because there's a bunch of us in a tiny-ass room with no return vent, so it got hot. And remember, do you remember the night that the, that the skinny white girls got really mad at us? No. There was, it was the night, I, I, it was the night we, we, we dropped the air low and this girl came in and they were doing something in another part of Factor, but the AC was covering oh, both yeah, those areas. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it got cold everywhere. It was like a sewing class right. or something. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. We froze out the rest of that section. Oh, yeah. yeah. You walk outside was, that door, it was instant, like yeah, 10 it's degrees icicles, colder. It's icicles out there. It's still fucking sweltering in mm-hmm. here. And she and I, oh, she was not happy with us. Yeah. Well, Gee darn. Eat a cheeseburger, put a sweater on. <laughs> that's that's uh, that is not the, that's not the, the approach I chose. <laughs> that's my advice. For for that particular <laughs> situation. Uh. Has any have your have your anybody has your perspectives on geek changed doing the show? Um perspective. I don't know if my perspective I think I think my mind has been opened us. I think a little bit. I think that my perspective has has definitely shifted a lot um, on the world of like board gaming. Mm-hmm. I think I probably v- like viewed that not in a negative way, but with a slight negative connotation. Like I definitely had a stereotype of a board gamer in in my mind until I was like introduced to games through you know the show and this community in general. And like Magic the Gathering and things like that. Like I definitely had a very like Yeah. And you and you think perspective <laughs> that so, and now and then like you showed me magic once and then I was like, where are we playing again? <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Did you cause you've always so producer Dane came on uh with a very, very specific geek that he liked. Mm-hmm. And I think four years later. Dan now has the exact same specific geeks that he likes. Yep. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we've introduced Dan to anything different that he was like, oh, okay, I like this now. Well, here's the thing, because no character growth there. In I'm not <laughs> his character arc is flat. <laughs> I like what I like, you know. And Dan's the Peter Baelish of for geeks' sake. <laughs> <laughs> Just not on the microphone. Just not on scenery, man. 
That's a deep but, cut. If you but like, <laughs> right. it's not like I came into this having never heard of anime, and then you were like, "Look at this anime," and I was like, <gasps> yeah, "Right, right, right." <laughs> like I, I knew what it was. I checked it out. wasn't for me. Moved on with my life, and then we got to this, and it was like, "Hey, you've got to watch some anime," and I said, "Okay." Okay. I've yeah. gotten really good at not rolling my eyes, though. No, you haven't. You've yes, gotten, I have. You've gotten no, no. decent at thinking that you're not rolling your you, eyes. You no longer, you <laughs> no longer make audible noises when we're discussing something that is out, <laughs> that you don't. He's internalized a lot of those <laughs> thoughts. All right, he's I managed to that. hold them back. No, listen. I've been sitting next to you for four goddamn years. And every time I start talking about Dungeons and Dragons for more than about a minute, mm-hmm. I can tell when Benoit. Like, well, no, my eyes will glaze over. That's different oh, than rolling. That's fair. That's there's no longer. We no longer get the. Just <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. moving along. Right. The, Dan just leaning forward into the microphone. Bored. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I can I tell you? Can I tell you the one of the things that I did not expect uh, is that at this point. I find geek to be more work than pleasure at this particular juncture. Oh my mm. god, yeah. In what sense? That's a good point. Well, because I, you know, I would just take something like like so, so there on one extreme you got something like LARPing, which I had that's a live action role playing where you run around usually like in a park or something mm-hmm. and swing foam weapons at each right, other. Running, jumping, climbing trees, throwing fireballs. Right, right. So I had never done that before, and that was always a geek. That was a little too far down the road. You just didn't realize you had done it. That's true. I'd never done it formally before. Uh never done it organ any form of organized. Costumed. You've never done it costumed. Right. We'll go with that. So costumed. So when we did we 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 looked at it for the show and we did it for the show. That was a segment of Geek that I had never... I'd seen. I didn't have, like, issue with. I just never really done it. It wasn't really my bag. Right. And I went and did it. was like, this is actually a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it... You still, like... I'm still a little self-conscious out there. I don't do it. I haven't done it very often. But when I was out there, I still felt a little self-conscious because you're in a public park and you know people are driving past judging the fuck out of you. Right. Right next to, like, all the, you know, the, the, the kids playing basketball. Right. A little the, soccer. There's a soccer the, field the, right next to... A bunch of dudes field. doing CrossFit. Yeah, right. and I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah, you flip that tire. I'm gonna go beat somebody with a foam sword. Right. What? But you know what? what? It was fucking <laughs> awesome, and I don't apologize. So that part was awesome. But for me, the other part here was that, like, I have to, even if I'm not in the mood to look at geek shit, I have to go look at geek shit. Right. And so I constantly have to keep up with what Elon Musk is doing. And I don't, if I'm going to be really honest with you, I don't really give a fuck about Elon <laughs> Musk one way or the other. <laughs> if I'm going to be really honest with you, don't give a shit. I mean, I think I don't anymore. It just got to a point where it was like, oh, okay, you're just another wacky celebrity on exactly. social media. I don't give a shit about Neil deGrasse Tyson, what Neil deGrasse Tyson's doing either. I really don't. Like, I'm in great <laughs> expand science. I'm already learning about science because I want to. Right. I didn't need Neil to, to, to open that door for me. So having to keep up with that stuff, and then like I, because I, I'm I so I I'm I'm rather ADHD, and I move from one topic to another. So I go geek for for a couple months, and then I flip over and I go economics for a couple months. <laughs> macroeconomics. Seriously, <laughs> I'm still in a macroeconomics hick, and I want to be doing reading more about macroeconomics and learning more about macroeconomics, mm-hmm. but I can't because I have to keep up with everything geek. Because and this is very similar to history, because I got my undergrad in history and was wanted to be a history teacher for a long time, and I still do. Uh, and so when any time you tell anybody that you study history, they're like, oh, really? Well, do you know about the 12th battle of the Civil War between Virginia, whatever? And I'm like, no, asshole. I don't know everything that ever happened. 
Like that's history recovers a long period. And the same thing with geek. Like, oh, you have a geek podcast. Well, do you know Batman episodes? You know, or, sorry, Batman issue forty six. Where bat? When I'm a, no asshole. I don't. Holy okay? shit! But let me tell you that, like, from my perspective, like telling people that I'm a female on a geek pod te- podcast has been one of the most fucking taxing things that I've dealt with. I'm sure you're getting it too. My instant credibility check, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. That's not the point. Like, I'm on for geek light. Like, I'm the one that's supposed to be like, teach me things. I don't know a lot of in-depth information about this subject and it's just like oh my god I, like i remember talking to a, an acquaintance when you first at like approached me and asked me if i was interested in coming on the show full time and i said yeah my friend wants to bring me on his geek podcast as the full-time co-host and i'm pretty stoked about it and he looked at me and he said and he, he asked me like what the theme of the show was. And it was like, yeah, it's just like all things geek related. You talk about everything from comic books to this and that and whatever and blah, blah, blah. And he looked at me and he said, can you do that? And I was like, oh my wow. God, dude, like Jesus, toxic geek masculinity out the ass all over the place. But I mean, is this somebody that you knew for a while? Like an old friend of yours? Yeah, not an old friend, but like for a year or two. Somebody who should have fucking known better. Right, well, right. I, and it's I, I mean, the, I don't know. It, yeah. Maybe that's something that might not have come up in conversation before if somebody like from work didn't know I was, you know, let's say into comic books or something. And I'd right. say, hey, I'm on this geeky podcast. So, They're like, so okay, so make it do that. So you know? so I mean, yeah. I would the take pers- it seriously. The person knew me well enough, and we had had enough conversations about things that I was interested in to know that like like Harry Potter might have come up. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. So yeah, well, that's a weird. That's a weird <laughs> response. Like the response should be, "Oh, really? I didn't know you were a geek." Like true. That is right. a much more appropriate response. But right. are you surprised he said it like that? This is this is <laughs> this is what I come back to too. Because like one of the things. Uh, uh, that you get with like I, I keep hearing about we talk about the, the Me Too movement and all of this shit and guys like you can't even compliment a woman any, anymore oh my god and I'm like asshole you can still compliment a woman just try doing it without trying to also have sex with them because they can tell right you know what I'm saying like you can still say this like there are other ways to be surprised <laughs> that she was going to be on a geek podcast without being rude just like I could walk past and be like hey I really like your hair completely fine. Hey, walking nice ass. Like, exactly. Like, right. like, or like walking by me and smelling my hair. Not right. so fucking. Exactly. Like, <laughs> both your hair smells so good. Both indicate an appreciation for your hair. <laughs> One's not okay. Put some lotion in the basket. <laughs> oh. I mean, what? <laughs> so, okay. So you had LARPing. What would you say, like, is your favorite geek thing that you've been exposed to? because of this show that um, wasn't in your wheelhouse before. Mm, yeah, four years of... I think for me, the research. part that was the... It, it wasn't a specific item. When So I did... So my first podcast was a podcast called uh, Irreverent, and I came on uh-huh. there with Zwayne, again, from the from the, the, the end.fm, mm-hmm. and it was a, the podcast was about uh, uh, Christianity, and the themes... And the, sorry, the, 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 the tagline was pissing off atheists and preachers since 2009. Okay. So that was 10 years ago. Uh, And it was. It was a podcast that was about Christianity, but really just a huge middle finger to what you think of as Christian. Like the establishment. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was a great podcast. Oh, I still going. loved. Yeah. So I did that one for a while. Uh, It uh, was a great podcast. (laughs) I stand by my word. That. So sitting here, so sitting here now, I'm not, I'm not commenting with the other, but Shots sitting here now, all over the place. <laughs> and so I did that I'm one. Sorry, Dwayne, I haven't heard it this uh, for a while. <laughs> I think the thing for me though was that doing this one, since it was mine and it was here from the beginning, because it came on a reverend after it'd been on for a while. Once you reach episode about a hundred, a hundred and fifty, 
when people ask other podcasters or the people in the podcasting industry and they say, oh, really? So what are you, you, whatever. And one of the episodes, one of the questions that one podcaster always asks another podcaster without fail, how many episodes have you done? Mm-hmm. They always want to know how many episodes you've done. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's like, that's like your, like, that's like your check. That's your credentials sure. check. Yeah. And so once that number is over about 150, you get so much respect from the other people. Like, oh, okay. All right, this guy's fucking legit. Like every asshole mm-hmm. has got an idea for a podcast and does like eight episodes and gives up. But once you've cleared about 100 to 150, like, no, 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 no. Because the follow-up question to that is always weekly. Like, cause that's like, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you drop like a 45 minute episode a day. That's a different, you know, that's a whole different beast. Oof. But the fact that when I say that and then like there is, there's like, a, okay, so you're, you, I now respect you. Like there's a, right. There's a, oh yeah, is, absolutely. Which is really, really I've, cool. I've talked to, to other podcasters and I've gotten a lot of like, like surprise, like positive surprise. The fact that we record weekly. Cause I think, um, if we're not, if, if a podcaster isn't doing a, like this week in review format, like we do, you know, ours is right. a very like, you know, daily show esque, like, you know, last week tonight asking the geek realm. Right. Um, you know, most, most of the, we're the only is, ones who would make comparisons to those shows, but I appreciate that's very <laughs> flattering. <for us. laughs> no, but I mean, you know, but like it just in the, in the format of like, we're telling you what happened in the past week. Right. Whereas other podcasts that have, you know, a different kind of format of just storytelling or whatever, like they bang out like six or seven or eight episodes in like one after, you know, one Sunday record and edit everything. And then they have their schedule to drop for the next couple of months, you know? And it's like, so like we, we're on a, different kind of commitment. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we've only, and in 200 episodes missed exactly one week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks Irma. Yep. And we still, (laughs) I still maintain part of me wish we had found a way to get at least two of us in the same room and recorded something on a cell phone. Right. Just to say we never missed. (laughs) Right. But you know, (sighs) that would have been, it was hard to find a place to charge your phone in those days. Stupid state of emergency. Hey, eventually Waffle House closes. Right, it's true. Oh my god, that is true. Even Waffle House, man. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I want Waffle House, dude. What are you doing? Oh my god, I have not Sorry. been eating carbs, and I would fucking stab someone for a waffle. Seriously, hash browns. <sighs> oh, scattered, smothered, covered, chunked, and topped. Wow, scattered, smothered, and covered. Yeah, wow, by the dude, topped. that is heavy. That is serious. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, listen, <sighs> listen. I'm not messing around. <laughs> I I was at Waffle House back. I used to. My mom used to take me to Waffle House. Because uh, there's a part of us that's pretty red. So um, <laughs> we would go to Waffle House and we would sit down. I remember sitting there as a young lad back when you could, when the waitress would walk over with the cigarette between her lips mm-hmm. as she took your order and then would write down your order, turn around, take the cigarette out of her mouth so she could yell at the cook what you just ordered. Not hash browns with onions, cheese, tomatoes, whatever. She would call back, scatter, smother, covered, junk. And then keep going. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And I love like as a young lad. It's still impressive. It's I loved it. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I was the only non-smoker. Devastated when you weren't allowed to smoke in restaurants in Orlando anymore. <laughs> oh <my> god! <laughs> that's ambiance. No, no, that's not true. That's not true. Everybody in the serving industry wept the day you were no longer allowed to smoke in restaurants. No, no, we didn't. Oh, I did. Do you remember? We were pretty pleased. No, I, listen. I yeah. No, F At that noise. Store. F that noise. I loved working the smoking section because the smoking section people were chill as fuck. They were also campers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they tipped ball. Like, they tipped great. Oh. You didn't have to worry about them. 
They came and they sat down. They were regulars. They would sit down. They'd order the food. Sure. They would tip big. Mm-hmm. They would chill as hell. Well, we and just moved like, our smoking section outside of my store. Yeah, but then you're outside. I hated working outside. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, that's not really here nor there. <laughs> uh, anybody got anybody had a moment they fucking hated? Aside from the violently rotating updraft? <laughs> Let me think. Mm. What did I hate? I can tell you mine. Go for it. Yeah, do that while I think. Yeah. <laughs> the part that I hated the most mm-hmm. was how much time we had to spend dealing with the ugly side of the geek. Yes. Yeah. I look back at that, and I think it's important that we t- that we brought light to some of the stuff that we did, but... Yeah, that was that's a downer. Like I that, definitely did not enjoy any of those episodes. And like, there was there was a there was a point in time where it was just like week after week after week we had so much negative news, and it's like, yep. I think I had to question like, are we being negative, or is the world really just this fucked right now? I mean, are we just choosing to highlight the negative? Right. I mean, no, those, and those are the questions that we've had to ask ourselves. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, on a weekly on a weekly schedule, like you were saying, you know that's what came up during that week. Like this is the important topic or right. something new, mm-hmm. something updated came, came about for this, for this topic. And we need to, we need to address it. And then you move on. It just so happens that there was a few weeks and you know what, a lot of bad crap went down and yeah. that was probably the most surprising for me in, you know, learning all this geek stuff. Not only find like stuff that I discovered I loved or I, I want to find more about, but seeing that dark side that I had no idea Sure. Just, you just think of, you know, going to a you know comic shop or playing some board games at a you know a store or a friend's right. house. You don't think about crazy people on the internet doing horrific things to other people. Like mm-hmm. th- that's not geek. And it know? is, you know, it, it does. And that was that was one of the things. Sorry, that was me fucking. <laughs> <around>. First time <laughs> he ever <laughs> muted himself. <laughs> Holy shit. It was it was I did that with my mind. <laughs> and the <laughs> what I what I, I hated the episode eleven F bombs. And I know mm. we have come mm. back and mm-hmm. talked about that episode. It's, been, it's like a joke, you know, to mm-hmm. refer back to the episode where, where I dropped 11 F-bombs. But I fucking hated that episode. I hated everything about that episode. I hated doing that episode. I hated covering that story. I don't remember anything else about that story, about that episode other than that story and having mm-hmm. to deal with that. And I hated it. Yeah. And I hated having to cover it. But you did. That was Gamergate, by the way. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And at some point, we had this. I had this really weird moment, and it was around that time when I suddenly felt like a journalist. And I sure as hell did not set out to. But do like journalism. without the integrity, right? <laughs> <laughs> you mean with integrity? Wait, I was like, journalists have integrity. Well, actually, uh, that's can you can you reach the ice? Dude, let's let's get more Cause, whiskey. Cause we're since, good. Yeah, because since we're just you know we're just hanging out, yeah. uh, we're not gonna like do the whole like motion for the. Yeah, why don't you do it? I'll keep. Actually, I'll, actually we're not. I'll bullshit for a second. Right now. But I did. Well, that was so. But that that episode and that whole thing, I hated. That was the lowest moment for me when Gamergate was in its was in its run. And I hate when we have to cover those. But I do. I felt a bit mm-hmm. of journal like journalistic integrity was necessary. Mm-hmm. These needed to be addressed. We had to talk about these issues, yeah. and we still do because we still have to deal with the fact that there's a lot of women, uh, a lot of minorities who get penalized or get yelled at or get harassed. Of on online for this shit, and somebody has to stand up for them, and that breaks my goddamn heart. Because mm-hmm. can I be honest with you? I don't want to fucking do it. Right. No. The other episode I was just thinking of uh, as we were talking about that, like one of the other, uh, I guess, more educational ish, but still somewhat negative, was when you had the young ladies from UCF. 
Mm. Oh yeah, when we did. After I wasn't the, there for that episode. The Jessica um, Jones, the Jessica Jones review, where we talked about the yeah. victim services team from UCF. Oh god, yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that that episode. Did that episode have a trigger warning on it? It should have. I didn't yeah. know about trigger warnings until that right. episode came because out. Because I remember listening to that episode and being like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I think we did. No, uh, did we? I think we did a trigger. I think warning. We did. We yeah. actually did. Which was surprising to me because that was not a thing that we'd ever had to do before. Mm-hmm. And there's been a whole lot of this because we've been doing this show during the time when there's been this huge, like we did this show through the Me Too movement, through the um, sad puppies, through sad puppies, through the, the sad with, puppies. That mm-hmm. was that was the Gamergate for the Hugo Awards. Yeah. Okay. But no, I'm talking about Me Too and um, uh, 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 Times Up and yep. a lot of these other kind of revolutionary pieces yeah. like we were doing a geek podcast through some pretty pivotal moments like th- i believe as the the, the 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 i don't want to call myself a historian because that's way too strong of a term <laughs> but as a student of history mm-hmm. there we go i history think geek that's better um well no i mean like not just geek but as a student of history in general i think that folks will look back on the last several years the same way we look back on the 60s as this period of monumental mm. cultural change. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, definitely. And we definitely. and and we were doing a podcast through it. Right. And so the jokes that I am sure I made an episode with below episode 50 mm-hmm. because there were no that was fine. That wasn't a big deal to make those jokes then. And then around episode 150 I'm like, "Oh no. No 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 no. Time's up on that shit. We're right. not fucking don't say that." And it was a hard shift for me in a lot of ways. I mean, I did it because I'm a fucking grown up, but <laughs> I, mean, I did it without bitching because again, <laughs> I'm a fucking grown up. But I think it was a it was a really it was it was difficult for us at times. Well, yeah, it's been you know? difficult for a lot. Poor, of people. that's us. a lot of change in a short amount of time. Right, think it about is. It. It you is. go back to not even halfway through our own repertoire, like not even a couple of years, and you see that change, that shift in you know. It, heck, I mean, like you said, you're going back to your own archives and saying like, right. okay, what I said about a year ago probably is not going to fly now. You know, so. but what I, what I will say as the resident feminist, um, I, one of, and for, and for knowing you for such a long time, I will commend you for being one of the men in my life that I have seen actively recognize and correct problematic behavior. And you ha- like, I've, you've never had a problem going, you know what? That was probably wrong. And and that's like that we like we need that shit mm-hmm. in the gay community and just in the world in mm-hmm. general. Like right. it's not about women screaming at men to be better. It's about men looking at other men and going, uh, maybe not. <laughs> right. Like, that's dude, not, you know what? I dude was, like just don't do yeah, that. Like, like, I get <laughs> I get that it was funny. Right. It's not funny anymore. Right. You know like, what I'm saying? Like, you know what else isn't funny? When we go, bud, wise or right? <laughs> that was super funny. <laughs> and now it's not. <laughs> you know what? Same thing, dead baby jokes. They were really funny. Oh, man. And now they're not. Super not funny anymore. Right? Like, uh, shit gets old. You have to move yeah. on. Right? Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the time for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I got that one for you. Nice. <laughs> oh, God. You just derailed my entire thought process with <laughs> okay, that baby I'll give jokes. Okay, I'll give you my more lighthearted, least favorite, not like mm. moment, but like my least favorite part of being on this podcast. Is it me? Is no, no, no. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously right. it is <laughs> Sorry about like, that. <laughs> like constantly regressing into being the, the, the youngest person in the room at the dinner table full of my loud fucking Italian family <laughs> desperately trying to get a word in like, 
That's there's there's some episodes that I've gone back on and listened to like a topic that we were all obviously very passionate about, and all you can hear is me in the background, like well, but I remember, I remember, just it's challenging. It's so hard. No, and it is, and 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 you know, for me, for me as a host, and I would tell you, like, if I was to one of the things I want to do with 200, we did this with episode 100, and I want to do a little bit of it today. Sure. Is, is to talk a little bit about podcasting. For those of you who are interested in podcasting and what all's involved there mm-hmm. and what it looks like behind the scenes in the real world and all that shit, what's it look like? And for me, as a host, one of the hardest pieces, because people who decide to start podcasts usually like to start podcasts because they like to fucking hear their own voice. Right. And I sure as hell am no exception <laughs> to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard because I am trying to make my points and do all the things like that, but also watch who's spoken recently and right. who needs a chance to speak right. and who is desperately trying to f- like fade into the furniture. I will say that you used to be very good at like in the middle of a topic, turning to someone who you know hasn't spoken in a while and go, what are your thoughts on that? And now it's just like, these are my thoughts and opinions. Well, if I have, <laughs> a, I think it's if I have a guest a, on, sure. Yeah. But yeah. at this point, Liz, I well, don't. And I think when I was newer, you used to do See that what to me. Did? What? Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, what? No, you've gotten a lot better about saying, screw it, just, I'm just going to talk. Well, right. no, exactly. That's, right. no, that's yeah, what yeah. I was going to say. Like, it, one of the ways that this show in particular has helped me grow is it, like, yeah. literally, it honestly has helped me find my voice. It has mm-hmm. helped me literally have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I thought about that recently, and I was just like, man, like, I came on very, I've never been a timid person, but very timid no, about the, <laughs> very timid about the subject matter and very kind of, you know, kind of nervous about. Oh, you were about, so nervous that first time that you came on, I remember. Oh, my God. I was like. Oh, Oh, yeah. Whoa, what do I? What if everyone like, thinks it's gonna I'm be stupid? Fine. We're talking about stuff you know. Okay, do you want to? We want to give a behind the scenes. Do you remember that we had to fake that episode? What do you mean? And I had to go off on a rant about start. That was what was. Oh my god, her name is Mara Jade. Yes. Or where is Mara Jade? Where's Mara Jade? Oh yeah. It was my first episode. So what we oh, did. Oh wow, that's right. So what we did mm-hmm. is we went through the entire episode. We got to the very end, and Dan went, "Fuck, we've only got thirty-two minutes." And we were like, and we called you, and you were like, "Seriously, guys?" I remember. I was here's the thing. Standing when, in a lobby, yep. in a hotel lobby. Talking to you guys in some bullshit city. I feel like, was I running video on that? Episode? Here's the thing. No, we weren't doing video. This is way before video. That's right. Yeah, because I jumped back Al on likes to talk a lot. Video. And yeah. when Al isn't here, there's a lot less talking. There's a lot of space to fill. <laughs> there is a lot so of we, space to we fill. We learned at that point either get another person to fill a seat and talk more or come up with more topics to discuss. Right. But we, guys, we pulled guys, that shit out because yeah. we were like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And Dan was like, you had something going on with the Star Wars thing. I feel like you didn't say enough. You you could go somewhere with that. Let's back up and fake it from that point. I'm going to mm-hmm. say this, and then I just want you to rant. And that was it. And I did it, and I was like, oh, podcasting's rad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it carried us through past an hour. Yeah. We, were, we were really happy with it. No, and, and can I tell you that that from that episode, it was the first time I heard you. I was like, yeah, she could be a co-host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like right from that from that single first episode, I knew that you had it. You had it in you to do. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been it's been really cool. It's been it's been an, an interesting ride for sure, and it's definitely I feel like like literally I think it translates into like my personal life and just like being more assertive with like no I'm talking right now. <laughs> like, well, and I I also want to take a second. I want to brag on Elijah because he's not here, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but he deserves so much fucking credit oh, for. Yeah everything like Mm -hmm. he didn't come on as technical director he didn't get we basically didn't put him on a microphone until i don't know 
He came on we a couple times, but but he wasn't regularly in the studio until he started doing video at 100. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was right around there. Yeah. So he he had been instrumental in getting us literally from the moment. Like we recorded at his house for a little while. Mm-hmm. He provided all of the everything other than talking on the goddamn show. Elijah has been instrumental in from the beginning, from literally episode one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and and. Like I mean, you look at our studio now, and people come into our studio, and they are they are really impressed with the quality and the level and whatever else. And I tell them every time, like, bro, I had nothing to do with this shit. <laughs> and what's incredible to me isn't just the quality of the stuff that he has put together; it is when how Elijah has done it on the goddamn cheap. Right. Yeah. Oh, he's and great stealthy. with that. Like we just come in and things are better. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, is like it better in here. I think it's just better. Remember the weekend he painted the entire studio. Yeah. By I was just about to say. Yeah. <laughs> right. He just come in like sneaky well, painted I, everything. <laughs> and I told him that weekend too. When we got the official studio space, I was like, okay, well, if you're gonna paint, let me know. I'll try to get. I'll try to get some of the do some of the kids to come up. I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't hear anything. And I came in and the studio was painted. I'm like. Fucking really? Like, you just, like, all right. But he did, like, the microphones, we we have other podcasts that have approached us and said, listen, we want to know, we want to talk to you guys about your microphones and about the microphones that you use. Mm -hmm. Listen, these are $10 microphones. $10 microphones. We got them off of Amazon. (laughs) Mm They came with the uh, XLR cable, which is the cable that plugs into the microphone mm-hmm. and then plugs into the board. It's called an XLR cable. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's an XLR because it's got three little prongs on the on it. Uh, mm-hmm. And w- the XLR cables gave us no end of trouble. Yeah. So we eventually learned to throw out the XLR cables completely. We threw those in the garbage, bought new XLR cables, but kept the $10 microphones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these things have worked amazing. And if there was any piece of advice I was going to give to a podcast that was trying to get its shit, it shit up and going, dude, invest in some $10 microphones. Right. Well, I remember before we even started this show, uh, your brother and I had a podcast that we both listened to. And I don't know if he still does. I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, and it's fantastic. It's these two guys. Is it like the two stoner guys that talk about like the nerds? They're stuff? actually both uh, clean and sober over 10 years. But they sound like they're stoners. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of them is Jonathan, John, John Larroquette's son, yeah. Jonathan, okay. Okay. and uh, his friend Seth uh, Romatelli, and they kind of go through kind of a This Week in Geek, but it's uh, just This Week in American Culture, basically, mm. where they pull the craziest, weirdest stories from the internet, and they just go back and forth. Um, and we noticed that the audio quality was slipping on a couple of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned in one episode that they were having a problem with the mics, and they apologized and everything. And so me and your brother went down to Skycraft, in uh, uh, Winter Park. Yeah, yeah. And they had some of the microphones from, uh, what was the guy, the Perlman, the guy who went to jail. To, oh, Ron Perlman. Yeah, his studio. Not Ron Perlman. Lou, <laughs> Lou Perlman. <laughs> that Ron Perlman. Lou Perlman. <laughs> Lou Perlman. <laughs> Lou Perlman, yeah. I would his much rather think of Ron Perlman. Wait, Lou, wait Lou, Lou Perlman, like fucking the, like the producer of the Backstreet Boys? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. When, they, when his uh, studio went out of business, uh, because, you know, he went to jail. They had a big auction in uh, and Church died. Street, and they auctioned off everything the company owned. Nice. Oh, wow. And nice. they had bought a bunch of the microphones. And so there were these little pouches that said Transcon Records. Oh, sweet. And they had a mic and an XLR to quarter inch in there. And so we bought them two of those and mailed them off with a little letter saying, Oh, hey, that's fun. This is from uh, two Dans in Orlando. So 
Have fun. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, but you guys yeah, got a shout out on air cheap, for that too, didn't you? Yeah, we did. And so, you know, cheap microphones could do it, you know? Yeah. You, you just need a good board and some good cables. Oh, remember the board with all the gremlins in it? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's over there in the corner. Yeah, we still we still have <laughs> oh, hey. it, actually. Yeah. Oh, hey. Old faithful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we did. Uh, old, very unfaithful. But you, but you could literally get away with... I think you could start up a podcast that has the same... Forgetting video for a moment. Doing the same audio quality that we have. If you have a board op who knows what the hell they're doing, like we do, um, sometimes more or less. <laughs> I mean, but even but even still, because Dan has been a DJ for uh, what fifteen twenty years now. Seventeen. Seventeen years. So fifteen twenty. Who's counting really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the really the and but there's a huge difference between DJing oh, yeah. and running a board. But running the board isn't hard. It more it takes more practice than anything else. Mm-hmm. And being able to adjust and fly by trusting what your headphones are telling you mm-hmm. rather than what your screen is telling you. And that I think is the hardest part for me when I'm trying to run the board. Because I want to go by what I'm hearing. Or sorry, but what I'm seeing on the screen when we see the the graphical representation of the audio. When you're using Audacity works great, or GarageBand if you're on the Mac, mm-hmm. and you see the levels, and you want to go by what those levels are, but those levels are a goddamn lie. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to trust your ears. Just like the yeah. cake. Uh, the cake, yes, those, the cake yes. is always a lie. The cake and the graphical representation, those are the two big lies. Um, and you know what? <laughs> Liz's mom, Liz's mom is the overlap. You know I'm going to help you real quick. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to help you with that real quick. Uh-huh. The uh, graphic representation is more about tone than volume. I fucking never knew that. Yeah. Four goddamn years we've been doing this show. I never knew that. Um, so, but anyway, so the but the point there is like getting getting any kind of a decent board. You, we got a twelve channel. You really don't need that many. Um, you could probably get fine with like five for this, right? But we had, but our show also based a lot around guests and having mm-hmm. guests in because mm-hmm. the problem that I ran into with with uh, with irreverent was that I basically ran out of things to say. Yeah. And so that what? <laughs> believe it or not, how uh, he ran out of things to say about Jesus. <laughs> well, I ran out of things to say. Well, I found I found that I went several episodes in a, for, for for months. We were just mm-hmm. saying the exact same thing, yeah. right? And I was not saying anything new on this topic. And I eventually came to the point where, like, I've said everything I have to say on this topic, mm-hmm. and it's time for me to walk away. Yeah. And that was only a year, maybe a year and a half. Yeah. And so when I when we approached for Geek's Sake, we wanted a format that that would go along for a lot longer than that, which is why we have the topic, the, the, the rotating guests uh-huh. and the, uh, the topical, you know, like the, this week in geek kind of motif thing going on there. Um, but you know, really the, if you're not doing a constant guest appearance, a couple microphones and a decent board, you could run it through you completely through your laptop. As long as you can adjust the individual mics, mm-hmm. that is the key. Yeah. And that's where I would say that you can hear the where other micro when you, when you hear a podcast, that has got two people sharing a microphone. The problem is that unless both of those people are equal in volume, yeah, you're going to have a problem, which is why I can never be on any other fucking podcast because you cannot turn me down enough. No, nope, you sure can. A lot of people don't know this. Dan actually mutes my microphone. <laughs> you're just hearing me through the other microphones. Okay. I thought of my, my least favorite moment. Oh, sure. Um, the Justice League review. Okay. Just mm. because I had so much. Hope. When I heard that they were going to do a Justice League movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. my my hopes were so much higher than what we got. I think everybody. I thought you were the one that was like the most neutral because you went into it expecting 
horse shit. But yeah, but that was just because of the things that came up before it. But right. they, when they originally announced it, they said we're going to do Batman versus Superman, and we're going to do Justice League, we're going to do all these things. Like they they spat it all out at once and got us all excited for it. And then we waited a year and saw BVS and went, uh oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> this can be rough. <laughs> and you and you and you know what, what what should have been looking back, what should have been the absolute sign that it was going to be bad mm-hmm. was that they were doing Batman versus Superman before Justice League. Yeah. That should have They've been... They've got to be friends but before I think they we were. I think we were duped right. because we had Wonder Woman in between. No, Well, We yes. had Wonder Woman yeah. in between BBS mm-hmm. and Justice yeah. League, and so... Right, so that the gave music got hopeful. Hope. Yeah, <laughs> and we were like, oh. small, small group of hope. Be like, well, they can do a good movie. Yeah, yeah. turns out Patty Jenkins was was not involved in Justice League, yeah. but Joss Whedon was. Yeah, listen, you can't. But say I that. remember that he was involved in the end. Right. Well, and and listen, J- J- it wasn't his movie fully. Mm-hmm. And so. while I've been a huge Joss Whedon fan forever, having watched again, well, since Angel, how I bear their name. How would be that name? <laughs> well, I watch all of Angel, all of Buffy, Firefly, all these. Uh, yeah, but you only recently watched Buffy. Buffy, well, yes, but I went back you and watched. You were not an early adopter on that one. I was not. I absolutely was not. But one of the, but having watched so much Joss Whedon, there, he has a very particular tone and a very particular mm-hmm. voice. Yeah. And so I don't think that lends itself well to the, I like that the DC Universe was trying to be a little darker. Right. You know, because I think Marvel and Joss Whedon suffer from, uh, uh, and now I, I'm really excited to know the term for it, from bathos. Yeah. Which is this thing where you undercut a serious moment with some with, with something comedic. Yeah. Uh, in order to kind of... <laughs> Marvel. Right. Well, you can thank Joss Whedon for that. Yeah. I mean, Joss Whedon was... And Joss Whedon laid out that, that that's model his sh- that's for his Marvel. He, he did the original Avengers movie. Right. But and that was his really shtick laid long. that out for the whole continuation of the MCU. Right, but he I mean, but that was his shtick long before Avengers. Of course. You see the bathos all over the place in Buffy and in Angel and mm-hmm. in Firefly. Yeah. It's not as noticeable because it was not something you saw in general. Um, it was only saw in the stuff like this. It was a very and unique it was like usually a, a character that would be, right. you know, the person really doing all that work. You know, you'd have Xander. You know, right. coming in with the joke after all the serious shit happened. Right. Well, and there was a times because you didn't see it happen very often before Josh Whedon came along that it was that it wasn't as jarring. It wasn't as noticeable. Let now, me you know. let me take you down the dark spiral that I just went on because you mentioned Buffy, and now all of a sudden I'm replaying the episode <laughs> where her mother dies in my head. Oh, good oh, lord! God. Why'd you go to that oh, one? No, 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 I d- no, 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 I don't no. know. I don't know. Oh my god! I don't know. <laughs> go. Here's where. Here's where you need. Here's where you need to hang out. Remember the scene where she's leaving the library and says, if the apocalypse happens, page me. <laughs> yep. Just hang on to that moment. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. Because that was one of my favorite moments of television, watching it in 2016. Right. Uh, Thank you. That and when I realized, I think my favorite moment of Buffy was with the high school graduation uh-huh. because it was the class of 99. Yeah. And I'm also the class of 99 because I'm hella old. Right. Uh, hella old. Is that, is that a thing? Can I say that? No? No, because that's uh, hella old. Can yeah. I tell you, Emily, so Emily, Emily Chance, our part-time board op uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. producer, when, when, when Dan's not here. Co-producer Emily. Co-producer mm-hmm. Emily got, for me, got me for Christmas a, uh, a dictionary of, of uh, a slang dictionary. <laughs> like a literal, <laughs> like an actual printed out urban dictionary. Yes. Awesome. Like a printed version of the of urban dictionary. And so now I have, I've read through it because I'm like, 
I threw cards. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And so now I'm woke. No. <laughs> woke AF. Oh my uh, God. I had, I had a longer than necessary conversation with my boyfriend the other night about the definition of the word woke. The conversation was longer or because it was that? Uh, no, the conversation was longer. Like I talked to my boyfriend too much. That's <laughs> uh, He would probably argue that I definitely talked to my boyfriend too All much. Right. If you are not doing a podcast on geek. Yeah. What would you, and, and, and you knew that there was going to be people who were dying to hear what you had to say on this topic. Hmm. What would you be doing a podcast on? Producer Dan. Either music or sports. Fantasy football. Yeah. But NFL or no, that's what he yeah. would be doing. He would either do. NFL or music in general. What about you there? Uh, Ivan automotive. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to get through those two because those are obvious. Yeah. What so about you? I think I would be doing a topical culture podcast. Like, like what? Like, like social, like just a, like a, like a what's going on in the world. It wouldn't have a very specific focus mm-hmm. because I don't have a very specific focus, but it would True. touch. It wouldn't be a political podcast, but it would touch on things that are going on in politics and it wouldn't be about social culture, but it would touch on things that are going, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I would follow, I would follow, I guess kind of like, I don't know, like I'm very interested in what's going on in the world and I would try and make it like highlighting like the positive shit that's going on. Like I would probably follow a lot of like the women's rights movement and highlight like the really positive things that are going on and like stuff like that. I think, I think I would, oh shit, I would have a woke ass podcast. (laughs) 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 Oh man, my podcast would be woke AF. Woke AF. I actually, if I, if I was not doing this, it would not be a macroeconomics. Uh, <laughs> sure. Nor would it be on a Jim Butcher's very well-known series, The Dresden Files. Mm. Uh, it would. <laughs> I did that one just for you. Uh-huh. Uh, it would actually, I think it would be on, it would be on politics and what the fuck is wrong with you. Yeah. Um, Ooh. I would want to talk about like, because the thing that bothers me and the thing that I would really want to talk about here. Um, is is there? There's so much stuff in the partisan landscape, sure, on both sides. And I want to be clear here, because I don't really we don't talk about politics in the show. But I will tell you this right now: I am not a Republican or a Democrat. Right. I actually think that slavish obedience to either political party is treason. That's, Ooh! Wow. When when you super fuego take. Listen, I'm a well, and it's, it's something I've been seeing a lot lately. Like people believe whatever the partisan line is, and yeah. on both sides, this yeah. is not exclusively a Republican thing. People believe whatever is on the along with their partisan lines above research and facts and intelligent critical thinking. Yeah. Uh, uh, and if you're gobbling up what, and I don't give a fuck here, if you're gobbling up what MSNBC or Fox News <laughs> is feeding you, you are at that point. I mean, if you cannot find a single good thing that Trump has done or you can't find a single bad thing that Trump has done in either instance you are putting politics and partisan before country sure and as far as I'm concerned that's tantamount to treason Uh, if you're not maybe for an average citizen Mm -hmm. but definitely for the folks that are peddling that bullshit yeah so I think I would want to I would want to like one of the things I want to one of the things I scream into the void all the goddamn time is the president cannot pass laws <laughs> so everyone wants to blame Obama for Obamacare, but Obama didn't actually pass Obamacare. Obama didn't pass a goddamn thing. He he can't. He couldn't. I guess no, now right. he definitely can't. Sure. But he couldn't even as president because the presidents don't pass fucking laws. That's Congress. And I could give, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, uh, and I think that if I was doing anything, that would be that would be there. Yeah. Did you hear there's a high school? I forget which state it's in. They are uh, suing the county for not teaching civics. 
bunch of the students got together. That is awesome. Wow. That's amazing. And they said, you're not preparing us for the world that we're about to right? walk into. Wow. So, we, so we could just sue the school system for a lot of so stuff. Much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, know, guys, guys, guys. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. cell. Okay. Well, actually, you know what? You know what is really interesting though. Dude, people, but, people, that, that Pythagorean guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah. I'm he so glad we learned. Word. He was so woke. Was that? I was that? He was woke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really. I was within the meme that's not going around. Like I'm really glad we learned about parallelograms. It's been really helping me during this parallelogram season. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So but glad was, I learned taxes. But, oh my god. But people oh, are freaking out about. I was. People are like a lot of, especially people younger than me, are freaking out because they're, they're nobody's covering any of the basics of how to actually fucking exist. Right. And you know what? And I was like, yeah, that's really weird. Why don't they teach that? And then I, something came across. I'm like, oh, that was called home ec. <laughs> oh, you mean that class home we ec. got rid of and we made fun of people for taking? Right. Home ec was where you learned how to cook some basic fucking meals. Uh huh. You learned how to fucking, you learned what taxes were. You learned some of the basic shit she needed. Like, it was home economics, which was. I remember silver dollar pancakes. That's pretty much it. Yeah, man. Yo. I, listen, I was never, I never took home ec, <laughs> but I did I know either. a lot of pretty girls that took home ec. And would Why give do you think I took f- home ec? Right. Well, I would get Why did food any guy afterwards. take home ec? Oh, in my middle school, it was required. Boys and girls, everybody. Everybody mm. oh. took it in seventh grade. You had home ec in middle school? Yeah, we, we, yep. had, we had home ec in it high was, school. It was an elective in high school, but in yeah. middle school, we were all required. We all had it for like See, a semester. Even when we had it in our high and school. We, and we made some pillows, and we made yeah. an apron, and we, made, we baked some cheeseburger pie. There was sewing, there was silver dollar pancakes, and there was <laughs> Otis Bunkmeyer cookies that you would deliver around the school. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I Can I guess? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and just share this right now. Sarah Freeman. Uh-huh. Who yep. was a soccer player mm-hmm. and 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 dropped it gorgeous. Uh-huh. Uh used to bring me her food after home ec every day. She also uh in chemistry class, I basically passed because I sat next to Sarah Freeman uh-huh. through the entire thing. And I look back now and realize that I owe a large chunk of my success in high school, specifically to Sarah Freeman, <laughs> who was both beautiful, I mean Gorgeous and brilliant, mm-hmm. like incredibly intelligent, incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. Went on to work and did video game development. Uh, really, for EA for a little while. Like this, this girl was literally like tens in every goddamn category. Uh, and just, dude, Sarah was fucking. I, I, she doesn't listen to the show, otherwise I would not say this shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking Sarah was awesome. Thank you, she Sarah. Listen to this one. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll say, make I sure would, of it. I just want to make sure that I just want to say I thank say thank you out loud to Sarah for carrying my fat ass. Well, I was a skinny ass. You were that skinny time. as fuck. That's, that's, that's why she fed you. That was well, why. No, I no, no, no. <laughs> that's when you would get your your Buddha belly. Oh, that's true. And then we'd be like, Hey, Al. Stop eating and go work out for a little while. Oh, my God. And he'd come back out like two hours later with a six pack. Okay. I want to recap all the because of what just the fuck yeah, happened I was just on the talking table. About how Al I want to re- replay all the moments that Al has spilled his goddamn whiskey on this <laughs> table while he w- we have been recording. I wish I we had once we, this episode. I wish we could cut to like a montage right now and like now let's have, let's have a moment of silence for all the whiskey that's been lost over the, over the uh, I'll let Eli handle that. So and we play like, like the sad uh, Oscar music. <laughs> it really, it'll be it'll be it'll that be shows, wonderful. That shows Eli's priorities because instead of doing that, he made the Lizzie eating. <laughs> What do you make? The Liz eating the video. Liz eat- There's two. There's two Liz yeah. eating montages. So if you're Eli, on Patreon, Eli would like secretly, oh, and this, this is probably really fucking not okay. Eli would secretly <laughs> record me while we were getting ready for the show. Would and record I always, all of us. Well, all of us, sure. Well, that, but like, I would always. That B roll was hilarious. I would yeah. always come in with food. 
and uh-huh. and Eli would forget it. And I am not a pretty eater. I am not a dainty lady, and I am not a pretty eater. And so Eli just has all this fucking B-roll footage of me just shoveling <laughs> with food the weirdest into my, soundtrack. Oh my god! He and then he, yeah, he it. would put like this really weird music, and then he yeah he would release it as extra content on the like Patreon. Zoom in on her, like yeah, like slow mo zoom in like as I've got vaudeville. like a piece of like a piece of the like. Ju- the largest piece of pizza you've ever seen. Just, oh, there was one time, it like four times. And, ah. Oh my God. This is one time where I just like made love to a burger on camera and he just got the whole thing. I remember that. Switch that back. I was getting oh, a bunch of like, man. sorry, I had to cut you off there. I was like written. Oh no, you're sorry. Totally, sorry. You're sorry. Totally. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Can you put some more ice in there? Please? I can. Are Thank you. Gonna, are you going to keep it in the cup? Nope. I'm going to try to keep it in the cup. We need your sippy cup. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, um, we, we we cleared an hour here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's, that's it. You were just counting down the minutes here. Show's like, over. I want I want to go back. I want to change my what I would do as a podcaster if we. I wasn't not doing, woke as fuck. Not woke as fuck. Although that's a great name. It's for a, a podcast. great name for a podcast, but I'm sure I guarantee you it exists. Woke cast. I gear. Oh my god. I guarantee <laughs> oh, that god. exists. You know what's funny too? Woke as fuck is a great name for a podcast. Woke cast is a god awful name for <laughs> the a podcast. worst. No, I think. Or how I, about I shut think, your pie hole? I'm talking. Right. <laughs> woke as cast. I think I would want to do. I think I would want to do a uh, like a mental health awareness podcast. That's my that's my my like my pet project. Like I don't want to call it a pet project because it's no no. Project. But that's your passion. But yeah, that's my passion. Is is like is like getting those conversations out there and normalizing having conversations about like like ha- be- people being comfortable being able to say like, hey, I had a fucking panic attack this morning because a stranger said hi to me at a place that I wasn't familiar with. You know what I mean? And it's just like, and like, yeah. like the more people talk about those things, the more it's like, you know, and you, you know that you're not alone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest part. And I think, and we had an episode where a lot of that. So I actually had some listeners contact me directly when Scott Horn and I did the episode on like, on like, like Rick and Morty and Bojack yep. Horseman. Yep. And we touched a lot on like how those, those shows, even though they're comedic and they're, and they're cartoons, like, you know, they touched on depression and they talked on some really mm-hmm. serious issues like addiction and this and that. And like, I had people reach out to me because of this show and that episode and like come forward about some shit and it was just like, that's important. Like, it's super important yeah. oh, to like absolutely. spread the message of like, you're not alone. And like, you know, we can all just like you hang out in our alone. neuroses together. <laughs> We're all going to be okay. All right. Uh, that's a, that's, that would be the name. We all going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anybody got a behind the scenes moment they want to share? Hmm. I'll, I'll uh, 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh yeah, we said uh, fucking our audio an went, hour ago. It was an, an hour, hour ago. ago. It was an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, okay. yeah, right. we just cleared an hour. That's right. Yeah, our, we actually <laughs> recorded eight or nine minutes of episode. In the For power the record, round. we did not fake this episode. We actually recorded it all the way through. We didn't have mm-hmm. to stop, and I didn't have to rant about anything. Right. <laughs> We've only done that to you a couple times. But what has absolutely <laughs> happened? Absolutely. Uh, I think my behind the scenes that I would share is I fucking hated doing the uh, anything we had to do. We had to do two episodes in a row. Ames on Thrones. <laughs> I fucking, oh, yeah. I fucking oh my God. hated doing Ames on Thrones. I hated doing Westworld. When we split off the... Uh, well, that even wasn't two... What, that wasn't even two episodes in a row. That was no, we would an, do that. That was no. an two extra night for you. I know. Um, yeah. Same thing. When we split off the movie reviews. Yep. When we were trying to do extra content. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fucking hated it. That was, those were long nights. I can also... T- I'll also tell you that I have been... If I'm being like just really honest, bear my soul honest here... Um, 
I have been really discouraged at times uh, at the fact that we have not gotten more listeners than we did. And had to, we, behind the scenes moment, we like had so much trouble finding an accurate number of listeners based yeah. on the stats from all the different podcast apps right. well, that was, we've used over, over the, the course of recording this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we were on Shoutagen for a long time, which yeah. was free, and I don't fucking recommend it. Uh, drop the, I mean, if you have to start there because it's free start, that's what we had to do. Sure. Too. We didn't have mm-hmm. any fucking money to do. We still don't have any fucking money. Um, but the problem that I ran into was that according to Shout Engine, we were in the 800 to 1,000 listener range. Which is pretty cool. Which was good, which was great. I mean, it mm-hmm. wasn't, I mean, I, we, I felt like we were growing. We were growing consistently. We were sure. doing really well. And then we flipped over to Podbean, which uses, and there's now an official set of ways that you're supposed to measure podcasts. And Podbean yeah. is one of the folks that really follows that to the letter. It's one of the reasons we wanted to get there because the, we, we wanted accurate statistics. But our, our numbers dropped by like 80 or 90%. Holy hell. Yeah. And and that was, for me, that was devastating. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do. And I think it's because I love our content. I love our sure. show. And I believe what's going on. It's I believe our it. baby. Right. Well, I, to me, I equate it very much to, so I, you know, so I am a former roller derby player. And to me, it was very much like, I always told people that I played roller derby and they went, Oh man, that's so cool. And then I would, the next sentence out of my mouth would be, we have a game coming up this Sunday and they would go, you know what I mean? And so it's like, no, everybody thought roller derby was so fucking cool. You guys have all been to a game. Nobody ever wanted to come out to watch a game. So to me, it's like the same thing. It's like you do a podcast. That's so awesome. They never listen. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Like, like my mom listens religiously. Oh, sure, but, sure, yeah. sure, sure. I got a few friends from work. We, yeah, we've started. got but, a ton of regulars. Like, but we have, absolutely. But, but no, I, I say that because my mom listens regularly, but I would say out of my close friends and family, less than 30% probably actually listen to the show. Yeah. Um, and and I, I mean, I don't necessarily take it offensive. I just actually had someone recently no, apologize no, 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 no. to me for not being up to speed. And I was like, dude, like. I don't like. I don't. This is this is I our passion project. I don't. Not yeah, yours. I don't do it, and I I expect everybody to be like caught up to the minute of everything. Right. You know what I mean? I I did get in a fight with an ex boyfriend once that that I found out halfway through our relationship that he like he just started off being a big supporter, and then I found out that he hadn't listened, and he was also a creative type, and I supported everything that he did, and it's mm. like the one creative thing that I do, and he wasn't supporting it. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, th- 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 we're th- not together anymore, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's different with the spouses, but I think, but what I do think is, is what I take as a lot of solace in is that while our overall numbers um, were nowhere close to what the what 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 Shout Engine made them look like they were, um, if you look at our number of listeners on Podbean, the actual accurate numbers, and you look at our number of Patreon supporters, and you do the percentage there, it's insane. Um, we have the highest. We have a higher percentage of. Patreon supporters versus listeners, because usually you're getting one to two percent of your listeners are going to support you on Patreon. Sure. You know? mm-hmm. And our numbers are so much higher than I won't give an exact number as a percentage, right. whatever, but our numbers are so much higher than that. And the amount of money that we that we get, how much money, money, financial support we get on Patreon mm-hmm. versus the number of listeners is bonkers. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. And that's I do, well, and I'm proud of our show, and I'm proud of the content. Mm-hmm. And and it bugs me occasionally because I'll listen to some podcasts that have got a hell, I mean, like major podcasts, and I'm like, we're better than they are. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had been a C-less celebrity on a sitcom one day. Right. You should have done that. <laughs> you know, but Survivor like, like you always wanted to. God, I should have. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know. I feel like everything that we've done 
has always been authentic and we've always been ourselves. Like we have, we have 100% just been, this is just a show about us being ourselves, being mm-hmm. our true selves and talking about what we love to talk about. I listen to comedy bang, bang a lot and comedy bang, bang drives me insane because you've got actors on the show. And the, the most recent one that I listened to was Chelsea Peretti was one of the guests. And oh, I love Chelsea. Hilarious. Peretti. I think she's hilarious. She was shit on the podcast yeah, because she was so on you know what yeah. I mean? And she, right. and it was just like, and I just like, I appreciate that we've never like, we don't have characters. No. You know what I mean? Like we're just people yeah. that have very distinct personalities. Well, and I think if I was going to put that in terms of a podcasting suggestion to other folks too, is that while we are absolutely authentic when I, I think 100% of the time, we don't really mask a whole lot. We stay out of topics that are outside of the wheelhouse. We don't, we don't really get too deep into sure. politics and we stay out of that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 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 I remember when I was, when I was doing research before we started the podcast, there was one podcast that I listened to. It was a board gaming podcast and there were five guys and they all sounded exactly the same. <laughs> the episode was two and a half hours long oh, and 45 no. minutes in, they hadn't finished going around to talk about what they'd been doing since they re- since the last episode, like in their personal lives. Oh, man. Oh, my God. And Shoot myself. I did. I stopped yeah. listening, and I'm like, okay, one of the big takeaways here, nobody gives a fuck about your personal life. Right. Got it. <laughs> so we'll, I mean, we'll reference our kids. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, pretend I don't have a wife and family and whatever sure. else, but you're not going to hear me tell you a long story about my, what my kid did, because... No one nobody gives cares. a shit. Right. <laughs> this isn't the, let me, let, I'll tell you about his family podcast. This is the geek podcast. Right. And I kind of go along with what we were just talking about as far as like not hiding behind anything or just talking about ourselves. Like people don't know that um, this is all recorded in one take. Mm-hmm. This is not. Oh, yeah. This this podcast is not you edited. Know, you know what I really miss? I miss the not, we'll fix it know. in post joke. Yeah. We yeah, haven't done, have done that in such a long time. Yeah. But I mean, we don't I have we don't have all like the fancy edits. We don't have, you know, the the commercial breaks and all those right. things. Like if you listen to like the professional podcast, I listen to a, a, a lot of podcasts that yeah. are done by, you know, how stuff works or business insider, things like that. And you're sure. very, very slick production going into it. But I think we have so much more content, and um, mm-hmm. to go along with that, I also want to ask, like, as far as not just going on the geek stories, like, how do you come up with content as far as like a main topic? Um, just because I know I'm not a part of a lot of that process, oh my right? God. So I'm kind of curious because I'm both on the inside and the outside. So, uh, so know. what Ivan's referring to is Ivan's. Ivan's been a supporter of the show since sure. again episode one. Like Ivan's been, mm-hmm. Ivan's been there and has been a, a, a huge support. Uh, for us, OG, uh, he original is original geek. Oh yeah, original dude, geek. capital capital <laughs> letters too, bold and underlined, motherfucker, not italicized, straight up and down. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I have a thing, thing with italics all of a sudden. Is it, liars. Like, is that's it, why. Is italics yeah. the new Comic Sans? Oh my god, is italics the new Comic is Sans? It? I don't know. See, so to me, it's, to me, italics is the sarcasm font or like the snarky font. Like I put things like hmm. I put things in italics when like I'm being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So do you talk in italics all the time? <laughs> oh. wow. No, but to was, Ivan's to Ivan's question, uh, is italics the new comic sans? Daniel, Maybe. you looked confused. The uh, no, but to Ivan's question, the um, so we the we are we always we always source the this week in geek and mm-hmm. the B roll. Sure. Uh, when we did B roll, we've stopped doing B roll, but we've always like 
new everybody shares the news together and it's a collaboration and I love that because we get stories from all over and from all walks of life and a big shout out here to both Ivan who shares a lot but you know who shares more stories oh I, I can't take her for sharing I share a handful no you share a handful nowhere near as much as is T Bradford Petrino Esquire listen listen that man Holy that cow. man shout out D- forget <laughs> forget the what he could I live in constant terror that Brad is going to show up one day with an with invoice <laughs> for all right? of the legal advice. <laughs> oh my god! Because you know, in the back of his head, he's doing billable hours. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> he, he's got a billable hours spreadsheet on his computer. You know this. Well, the Man. thing is, like, I've known Brad since high school, and Brad, I was there when Brad wanted to be an architect. He went to UF for ar- to be an architect for That's a while, right. and then switched yes. over to law because law was easier. And my takeaway from that is, <laughs> holy fuck, do I not want to be an architect? No, but I, uh, they do matter. Math and stuff. That's probably not a fair. Experience. Not only math, they do geometry. Oh, oh yeah. Anyway, the point here is. Oh, then I'm fine. Okay. Uh, I have come to Brad with legal. <laughs> hey, that's where sine, cosine, tangent comes in handy. <laughs> <laughs> you mean my TI eighty three that they still charge one hundred and eighty dollars for? So Jesus. Even though there's an app. Yeah, fuck you, TI eighty three. But you think about it, it should be like three hundred dollars with inflation nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> No, true. not when you. No, 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 not when no. there's a thousand okay, other things that can do the exact same goddamn thing. That's true. I mean, there is a great secondhand market. That so thing kind of should dilutes. be like twenty dollars now. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. It off. Yeah, offsets itself. <laughs> the point here. The point here is <laughs> that, that that stuff has always been something that everybody just posts stories that they find. So if you're a Patreon member and you have access to the, and you, you're at the I think five dollar level, you get yeah. access to the Slack channel, and you can then also share stories, and then you can also comment on stories that you want to comment or not comment on. So for example, we're not going to talk about the whole thing with Mark Zuckerberg and a goat because. Uh, 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 it was asked that we not cover that, <laughs> but you should check our Facebook page. I was, it wasn't like asking that we not cover it, but it's just like, I just wanted to put it out there that it's literally, I was so disgusted by that whole story. And so number one, because it painted Mark Zucker, it was so fucking creepy. Uh, you didn't, you didn't I, know this already? No, you don't need that. Watch his testimony in Congress. Watch oh. him attempt to drink anything. No, watch the bad. I or just watch the social a network. I'm a real human. I drink water now. Watch the bad lip reading version oh of that. Oh, my God. Blink once, blink twice, blink three times. <laughs> there we go. But anyway, so the uh, but the main topics come in from a variety of stuff. Um, they come in. Partly, we have a, a channel on our Slack channel that's just dedicated to show ideas. So people share ideas from there. Sure. Um, I am... I constantly work. This is probably one of the areas where I put in the most work is I go out and I make sure that I, when I meet people, I'm constantly, there's a part of my brain that's constantly thinking, would this person make a good guest? Would yeah. this person make a good guest? Like, what would do you do? Topic? What's your expertise? Right. And every time I come across anything geek, and this is one of the reasons why it is so much work, geek became so much work for me, is I constantly am asking myself, well, would this, would this, uh, I can't just sit and watch anything geek related. I have to constantly, I'm constantly asking myself, would this be a good topic? Right. There was a while, there was a pattern, I wouldn't, I, I don't know how to classify it, like between episodes what and what but I feel like there was a while where we were all kind of suffering from a little bit of burnout and we were struggling to like come up with quality content and like good ideas like exactly it was between episodes about 130 to about 150 yeah um, yeah, it became like coming and they come in waves. Like we had like a, sure. a, a string of great episodes right. and, and fantastic guests and it's like okay well um, 
who do we call now? We're like, hey, right. we right. can B-roll. Hey, we can B-roll. Yeah. Time for another draft. Time right, for time another draft. Or a time movie a review. Draft. Thankfully, we I had love movie the drafts. I, no, no, no. The no, drafts no, more drafts. Okay, I fucking all right. love okay, the drafts. Okay, Eric, you, want, I okay. Want another you draft. asked this question earlier, and I couldn't think of it until we just said it right now. You want to know what I hate about this show? I hate the fucking drafts. What? There's the door. The fucking drafts so much. I think, like, the only draft that I had fun doing... I think was uh, the one where we had to build the crew to go like the space crew and we had to pick okay. the ship and the cat. No, no, let's be oh, clear. That was great. When the draft master comes for you, don't look to me for mercy. <laughs> you know what? Don't look for me for help. There was only on one draft own. I didn't like. Listen, I love the draft master. I do. And I believe that the draft master was actually present for that episode and it was a great draft and it was a fun draft. We need to get but him the, back on But here, the though. draft became our go-to for when we didn't have anything else to yeah. do and we threw them together so quickly that the drafts were just, I was just like, this is, I didn't, I never believed in the drafts and so I always felt like my drafts were shit and also I think the reason why I hate the draft so much is because the drafts make me nervous about my geek credibility I felt like oh, I was I felt like the, I was yeah that's oh. I felt like I was weak at the drafts because like we would like they would get obscure the drafts would get a little obscure sometimes and then I would be like oh fuck well and you all know, I've got in my back pocket is Harry Potter and Game of Thrones characters well you know that's one of the things too that's I think more than others <laughs> I think it's one of the places where the where I think if there was any place where the show could be accused of getting a little fake mm-hmm. is when we do the drafts, the the people that I draft versus what I could draft, like my like the amount of geek I know. Oh yeah, we tried to keep it as as mainstream as we sure, could. Right, yeah. We do for our picks. At no yeah. point was I was at no point was I drafting Matt Cuthin, although Matt Cuthin should have been drafted in almost every goddamn draft mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> Fucking hashtag Robert Jordan. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Wheel of Time. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, see, but that's the thing though. That I know, like, I'm, I'm like geek light, but I, but I also read Wheel of Time, so I, I know what you're talking. Well, actually, about. her name was Elizabeth. Drafted, I think one of the persons, mm-hmm. the most obscure thing she ever drafted. Definitely did the most obscure draft. Picks. She did one out of Discworld, which is not, to be fair, not a, like a super deep cut. Discworld is a very popular sci-fi, incredibly mm-hmm. popular mm-hmm. sci-fi series, and really, really good. But she was drafted, folks, from there, and I'm like, that's too deep. They're not going to follow you, dude. They, she's got our listeners have no. Well, a good chunk of our listeners have no idea what Discworld is. Right. Uh, her I, name I, was I, Elizabeth. Was awesome too. Yeah. She was, she's, I think like half a dozen like old like eighties sci fi shows that I could right, pick something exactly. from like or Babylon Five characters or. My least favorite draft was the Vendies or the, not the Vendies, the Geekies. That's what we saw. See, oh, I yeah. had fun with that one. Hmm. I had fun well, with that one. wasn't for me. Yeah. I think I liked when it became more general and more broad, and it was like just put geek characters in silly situations. Mm-hmm. It, That's when they're best. As opposed to like, let's do, the, do super, like a bank heist one. the super specific thing. Oh, the bank heist the one. The bank heist great. one or something like that. Do I, don't think I, was, I don't think I was part of that one. I liked the all-female one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The all-female one was good. The, mm-hmm. uh, the, the apocalypse one was great. Mm-hmm. Um, the helping you move. What did we do that one time when we had to scramble for a main topic, like literally last minute, we had like an oh, issue. You're going to have to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> Was that another no, weekend B-roll? Were, no, no, no. You were gone and we had, um, it was the artist that we actually just recently interviewed. We had like time. He was in a different time zone and we had, we were having technical issues in the studio. That would be my man, Eric Larson. Yes, yes. Eric Larson. So we had to love that guy. We had to come up with the main topic last minute, the night that we were originally supposed to interview him because right. we had some like, I don't know, same, probably the same thing that happened. Traffic. Earlier, no, it was a combination of traffic. It was, a, it was like zones. traffic, mm. traffic time zones, technical issues. And so we had to come up with a topic last minute and we did like the re, what did we recast? We recasted something, something. 
Oh, you recasted the X Men. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Because because when producer Dan yeah. suggested Daniel Radcliffe as X as, as Wolverine. Oh gosh, that's right. It blew my right? goddamn we like, mind. Oh my god. <laughs> but you sold it. You sold it. He Damn did, straight. and now I want to see Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. Mm-hmm. I can't just go back and listen to that episode, people, because I can't possibly do it justice. Like, mm-hmm. but I think you know, <laughs> but I think that speaks to just like. How I mean, I'm not like tooting my own horn here, but I'm tooting our horn. Like how well we can really just like fuck it. I'll do it live. Like throw shit together. Like, yeah, yeah. we'll talk for an hour and a half about anything. Right. <laughs> we're at an hour 20 now and we literally had no, I didn't tell them the format at all. Other than no. we're just going to talk. I made three slides. <laughs> yeah. I think this has been fun. This has been fun. And this was a, I actually put in the description when I was talking on the Slack channel to Dan and Liz, I was like, this is selfish. We're just doing this one for us. I don't care if we have eight people listening. These are mm-hmm. this one was one that I wanted to do. Uh, all right. So before we wrap up here, uh, suggestions to somebody who wants to get involved in podcasting, what would you tell them? Um, make sure that you can do it on a regular basis and make sure that it's something that you can talk about a lot. Yeah. What about you? I would say, I mean, going along with that, have the passion yeah. behind it because the people will know the difference whether you're you're just reading from a script or if this is something you believe in. Like I can mm-hmm. talk all day about sports or football and stuff to keep a conversation, but there's nothing behind it. There's no, there's no passion. Like I couldn't right. talk about it. Like, like Dan would talk about it and uh-huh. vice versa, you know? <laughs> God, how many times have you heard me like, just like try so hard to be like, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I know nothing about what you guys are talking about right now. <laughs> Um, I think, well, what, do you have anything else? Did you want to, uh, mine would be uh, like, it, uh, so for, in my experience, cause I think my, my, uh, most nerve wracking moments were when you would leave and I would have to run the show by myself. The first couple episodes were very, very scary for me. Um, ha- take notes, take notes, do your research, know what you're talking about, have a format, have a direction, because there's so many podcasts out there that like, they're Mm -hmm. people who are intelligent people and have a lot of really good things to say, but they don't have, I mean, we don't have fucking rails, but like, you know what I mean? But (laughs) But conducting an interview is harder than it looks. Oh God. Oh my God. I am a shit interviewer. No. (laughs) I hate the episodes where I have been left alone to do interviews. Now I'm thinking of all the things that I hate. Now that no, we're almost you, done. No, 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 no. That's not fair. You were a shit interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, point, we're all being honest on the show, I guess. Well, right? No, but seriously, <laughs> like, like your first couple were rough, but well, I got to tell you, at this point, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I wasn't great at this shit either. I, I'm I not hate, so much I'm great at this shit now. I hate interviewing the first people. Five episodes. Well, and I think because I'm so used to, to I'm, I'm so used to like you and I being the host and co-host, like I feed so much off of you. Right. And right. And so it's like, and I, I think off of you. I, yeah. And like, I'm a, I'm a product of, of who I'm speaking to. Like if you are giving, like there's been a couple, there's been a couple guests that we've had that like, God bless them for coming on the show. And we're so thankful for it, but it's just kind of like you get that really, like if you like some people are just not good at being interviewed. So it's like, Oh, so tell me about this. It's good. Right. Oh yeah. God! Oh, I, I can <laughs> think of one filler, 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 filler. Yeah, it, like, it's, hard, it's hard to draw them out. It I is hard to draw them yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that that was probably those are those are hard for me. But yeah, no, it would be like you know, just have have some semblance of direction. Don't shoot from the hip, and don't release your first five episodes. <laughs> yeah. So if I were gonna offer, I mean, what they said is is the most important. But I would say if I was gonna offer anything on that. Um, I think before you start to record, you've got to have a support structure. 
You need to have it's one of the things I work. I, I talk to a lot of guys and girls that are trying to get started in podcasting, and one of the things I talk about more than anything else is they they can't find another person. Mm-hmm. They can't find another person, and I think you have to have that second person here. For me, that person started out with Danielle. Yeah, and I would not. And uh, God, I miss her so. God, I miss her so much. Um, you know, like Ugh, she's in the cold state. Oh now. yeah, no, she's she's Boston's she's, like negative one thousand right now. Yeah, yeah, she's. But I, I, I couldn't have done the show without her. Like she provided so much vibrance and life and insanity that it really, <laughs> yes. that it really, I mean, we wouldn't have made it to a hundred without her, you know, like Dan and I together can bullshit off of each other for a little while, but mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of us agreeing with each other. Yeah. Uh, but Danielle was the one who would look at us and just for no reason at all, like everything's going smooth. The episode's going fine. And Danielle would do the equivalent of just, Dropping a grenade in the middle of the episode. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly believe in my heart of hearts that she did that just for shits and giggles. Right. Uh huh. Um, but you have to find, you got to mm-hmm. find a, a, a strong, you got to find a strong co host who's going to push you, who's going to push against you. Boy, do we push each other. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's easy to find a friend that you, that you agree with, but if you find somebody that you agree with on this shit, your show's going to be boring as hell. Right. It's going to be two people talking about That's why Dan and I, I mean, Dan and I are borderline interchangeable on the goddamn episode. I love, I love let's, just, let's just bring it back to two weeks ago when literally the hottest moment that you and I have ever had on this fucking podcast boiled down to calculator. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking calculator. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's I love that's, it. That's what makes, and that's what, that's what makes for it. There's got to be, you know, and there has to be conflict and that sure. conflict doesn't need to be manufactured like a fucking reality show. Right. right. But it does need to be something that you, somebody who you genuinely love and respect. And I do mean that love and respect, uh, who will disagree with you mm-hmm. and will do that. And I think that's, that's that what's is, been fun about movie reviews and stuff, where yeah. we have something to argue about. Yeah. Right. You know? Absolutely. Where we're all putting down an opinion and and defending it. Yes. Well, and the other thing that I would tell you here is that is that what is that when you start on episode one, ask yourself what you're gonna talk about in episode two hundred. Yeah. Because I look at something like um I look at something like like Irreverent, which I loved, mm-hmm. and I wasn't on there for a lot of their episodes. I came in pretty early on, a pretty a little bit later on, but I ran out of things to say after seventy or eighty episodes. You yeah. know, and like I just I had said everything I had to say, and I will tell you true at two hundred episodes, I do kind of feel like I'm running out of things to say about geek. Um, you know, and I, that's just till the news comes out next week. Right. Right. I I mean, I think the show has evolved so much from like, from what it started out as when I used to listen before I was even a guest, you know what I mean? Like it's just, was that when we use copyrighted music all the goddamn time? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) You remember that part? Dan, but producer Dan used to look at me all the time, freaking out because we use copyrighted music just all over the place. Like you can't do that. (laughs) dude. The FBI is on their way. Uh, no, I just, cause I think we've, we've gotten a little Remember bit. When we used to take breaks. Yep. <laughs> oh, the commercial break. Like yeah. radio. That's where yeah. we used to play the copyrighted music. Yep. On the radio. Oh, um, and the guests got to pick their music. Yeah. Oh that was nice. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say that we've, we've gotten a lot more liberal and we've gotten a lot more open and like, it, it, like we broadened the definition of geek a lot, I think. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, we started oh, yeah. to expand on what geek really meant and, and I think that's pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, Okay. Uh, any last any last thoughts? I literally this episode could literally be like two more hours long. Yeah. Like we could just keep talking forever, which is why we gotta stop. I genuinely could as well. <laughs> um. I just want to say that I love you guys. I oh. love 
Whatever slow and low. <laughs> don't don't take my credit. Cre- no, no, no. But credit to goddamn Liz for doing hey. it. Yeah. I did the damn thing. She did the thing she said she was going to do. I did the no, damn thing. That's one. That's one. That's no baked. There's no baked goods. There yeah. are no baked goods. There is no direwolf bread with this. There uh, is. There is no direwolf bread. Shame. I, the only. Uh, the shame. only. The only recipes that I could find for di- like because I wanted to. I, I legitimately mm-hmm. wanted to make direwolf bread this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it rained all day on Sunday, and I was like, I'm Yeah, not, you, you can't bake I'm when it's raining. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I'm not leaving the house to buy ingredients, but no, I think I, I watched that. Do, do you guys? Do you guys know who Babish is? Yes. So so Babish, Babish made direwolf awesome. bread with Maisie Williams, right? <gasps> and like they did wow. it, and they did it, and they tested it, and they were like, "This is disgusting." <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna waste my time on a shit recipe for something." So that's fair. Hmm. That's fair. Uh, okay. So I brought you delicious uh, old fashioned in a bottle instead. That which is, can I be honest, really goddamn so, delicious. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, all right, let's do uh, let's do some shameless plugs. No, it was over. let's do our. No, I'm so sorry. Let's do our uh, Patreon. Whoa. Patreon. I'm a little drunk. When did we start we drinking? Uh, oh no, we drink from the very first yeah, episode, from the very beginning. I and we were doing that at noon. Yeah, yeah. Can I? <laughs> so <laughs> let me say, right. We used right. to record like on she Tuesday did, 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 no, stop, 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 stop. You can't talk about that part. Okay. You Wait, can't talk about that part. Why? Not on the air. Uh, no. I'll tell you guys about it offline. But I will tell you that even when we were back at Zwayne's place, I used to keep a bottle of Fireball in his freezer. Fireball. Uh, and everybody had to take a couple shots of Fireball before we started recording so we have a good buzz before I we started. I didn't know that you were and a you freshman girl in smells. college. Freshman girl, my ass. You were drinking fi- Fireball <laughs> and complaining about that other stuff? Come on. I love <laughs> Fireball. Wait, complaining about what other stuff? Don't worry about it. The other Let's, aromas in the room. Oh, huh. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> like, why does it smell like Fireball in here? Non-alcoholics call that cinnamon. <laughs> I forgot the early episodes were recorded in the middle of the day. Let's talk about uh, on Saturdays. On, on Saturdays. Saturdays. Yeah. Let's yeah, talk exactly. about uh, uh, some some. What are you starting with? So djlmo.com. Yeah. The JL- McShane McShurter McMuffin McBrib. How much of the slow and low have you had? Just enough to talk slow and low. Oh my god. Okay, we can do this nice. forever. We're gonna go into the. Oh my god. Hi, let's. Can we please highlight the moment? Yeah. I know he's not here. Can we Go please highlight the moment that Eli got wasted? Oh my god! <laughs> on the show, the one and only time that it Eli was. got sh- fucking shammered. He was the, the episode where Danielle came back. Ah, yep. Oh my god! We got <laughs> the same night. Toe up from the flow up. That oh, was that one was bad. Yeah. That and was he basically good. called However, Danielle a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> However, our our highest blood alcohol content on average was absolutely the one where they brought in all of those shot glasses. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Where where uh that yeah. was where Sarah dropped Sarah, it. Yeah. Sarah McMahon dropped off the, the Game of Thrones house sigil shot glasses yep. and oh. a bottle of SoCo for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. We poured out the bottle in because it was what 13 houses. Yep. My poured god, out the shot amazing. glasses, and that's back when we were trying to do our PG 13. Yep. It didn't, and so, it didn't and work. And so we were like, every time somebody accidentally curses, you have to take a shot. And we cleared that bottle in about 20 minutes. <laughs> yep. And that was probably the most off the rails episode we've ever fucking had. I don't even remember what the main topic was. Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go it. back and listen to that now. I can tell you I, nothing I remember, about that. The only thing I remember is I remember because I used to have like the fact that I was a podcast host on my Tinder profile back when I was on Tinder because I mean like it pulled, it pulled game. You know what I mean? And nice. I, I remember talking to a guy 
And he he saw the name of the podcast in my profile and he went in and he listened. And the first episode that he decided to listen to was that episode. Oh, God. And he was also a uh, Mormon that did not drink alcohol. <laughs> and I was like, so great first impression, obviously. Right. <laughs> well, to be fair, that that relationship was doomed anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, clearly. Like, that wasn't going to happen. Was it doomed or was it perfect? Doomed. It was <laughs> yeah. doomed. Yeah. Uh, can Perfectly I tell you doomed? that, that I'm was... Sing the doomed song now that actually that was actually i came in so i have a couple co-workers that listen to the show and they come back and will give me feedback on the show uh-huh and and i came back and asked one of my co-workers did you listen to the show and he looks at me deadpan he goes yep i was like you're not your favorite it was a little off the rails. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Thank you. I'll move on now. Uh, <laughs> so the McShane McMurder, we must see. Uh, actually, one of our <laughs> one of our longest and most uh, and most reverent supporters, JL Mo. Thank you so much to her and for all the support that she has shown us for 200 episodes. Uh, we appreciate her so very, very much, not mm-hmm. just for the money, although please keep doing that. Um but the just the overall just the support has been absolutely incredible and if you have not read the McShane the McShane murder mini mystery series <laughs> 200 episode he still can't say no, it no listen listen i can that is the alcohol prove talking. it <laughs> prove it bitch the McShane mini mystery murder series. Damn it, nope. I'm so close. To nope. <laughs> the McShane murder mini mystery series. That's actually it. I don't think it's the McShane mini murder mystery series. <laughs> the mini McShane murder <laughs> mystery. <laughs> do, do, okay, hashtag, do, 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 new, do, do, hashtag do. new favorite moment on the show. <laughs> hashtag I can't say it. I've we, had I've just, had too much to drink. Well, like not only that, but we've just been intentionally fucking that up for so long. <laughs> But Remember when Eli couldn't, it. was so drunk he couldn't even type thejlmo.com. <laughs> the point is thejlmo.com. Do not let our alcohol-induced state oh, stop you. Oh, my God. The stories are 99 cents a piece. They're actually incredibly good. Uh, I have been reading JLMO's work for a long time, and I have been with her as she has grown as an author. Mm-hmm. And and if I can focus the last semblances of my sobriety here, mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> she actually is a damn good author. And she is what what boggles my mind is I I feel JLMO's pain in a lot of ways uh-huh. because. I read much, much more well-known authors who are not nearly as good. Uh, and in a fair and just world, she would be a hell of a lot bigger than she is popularity-wise. And um, <laughs> so, there's, so it's worth going back and reading uh, the series. So she's been working on, on book six. Yeah. And she actually sent me an illustration from book six that she did. Huh. And she sent the illustration, and I completely missed, having read all five mm-hmm. of the previous books, and they're each like five chapters long. They're very short. That's the mm-hmm. mini mystery thing. Right. Um, yeah. But I, I completely missed so much of going what was going on in that. So it's, it's absolutely worth checking out. You can pick them up on Kindle, 99 cents a piece, and do that. The book recommendation, however. Yeah. Fuck. Do you not have one? I have nothing. Dresden Files, Dresden Files. You know what? For episode 200. Dresden yeah, Files. The Dresden Files are by Jim Butcher. Oh, we can't do that. No, 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 no. We no, can't no, no. do that. No, no, no. Why can't we? Get ready for the most authentic uh, uh, Dresden Files uh, review ever. You don't even like the Dresden Files that yeah, much. Yeah. Here's what I've discovered. The people who like the Dresden Files mostly were because they listened to them on audible.com. Because the guy who plays Spike mm-hmm. from Buffy mm-hmm. reads them. James Marsters. James Marsters. And uh, he has a name, Al. What? Who cares? 
I get him. I get James Marsters and James Marsden confused all the time. Oh. Yeah, those are two different things. Whatever. They're both they're both white boys. I don't care. The point here is <laughs> that that is why people like him because yeah. there is, and you know what else? Uh, 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 the, the the Dresden Files series suffers from hmm. hardcore hmm. not aging well. Yeah, there's a whole <laughs> lot of that shit. <laughs> Talking about shit that grew with during the Me Too movement and the change during the Me Too movement. Those books came out before the Me Too movement, and it shows. <laughs> there. Yeah. There's the most honest rendition yeah. of the... Because uh, I think... Apparently, uh, Ace Ventura is very transphobic. Yeah. Oh, Listen, my God, yeah. To be oh, fair, my God, yeah. Well, the 90s. Oh. The 90s were very transphobic. Right. Well, there's, well, you can't... But you cannot yeah. judge that shit off of the time it was made in. The you know number one joke in the 90s was gay. <laughs> Like, not okay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not a, okay. No, no. Oh my god. The oh my god. Have you guys? Have you guys ever like? Have you guys recently watched Friends? Yeah. That oh, show yeah. is so fucking homophobic. It's oh, not even yeah. funny. But that was the thing to do. Oh my god. Every show did that. But they literally right? said not that there's anything wrong. No, no, no. With that was Seinfeld. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Seinfeld did that. Yeah. yeah. Seinfeld. Seinfeld was woke. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It was. I don't think so. Let's call it progressive for the time. <laughs> but you can't judge things from. You can't judge things with today's lenses. You can't judge the past with today's values. You have to judge it based off the time that it happened. Right. And also the context. Think about Ace Ventura, going back to that example. What was the context of him being, you know, transphobic? What was like, no, he just found out the, you know, lady he made out with was a guy. Right. Yeah, that, that'll that'll shake up just about anybody. Even as a straight man, I would not be pleased to find out that that. I mean, I'm not saying we'd never make out with a man. I'm just saying I want to know before I start making out with someone like, whether if you're expecting. Wait, wait, wait. I'm if you're gonna just say thing. as a straight guy, I'm gonna go ahead. As a, okay, I'm as gonna a go ahead straight guy and quit y'all while you're ahead. That's fair because we've all been drinking and you're going into a territory that's gonna make you really unhappy later in life. <laughs> Let's I've, just let's just stop making blanket statements about making out with, uh, uh, you know, transgendered. Since peoples. I'm on what I'm going to call conservatively number four or five, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. Yep. Uh, so that's jam. I'm sure jam wants to be associated with that bullshit too. Yeah. The next part is the part of the show <laughs> where we, speaking of which, speaking of people who really want to be associated with this, uh, this is the part where we all say hi to Kelly. Hey so, Kelly. Hi Kelly. Hello Kelly. Hey Kelly. <laughs> Fuck. Kelly. Sup. 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 There we go. Hello. All right. <laughs> cool. Liz is cool, cool, cool. Um, Let's do Liz's mom. Okay. First of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give Liz's mom a shout out for being the first to create the twenty dollar tier. We do call it Liz's mom. Um, it is the Liz's mom tier. Mm-hmm. Tier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is the level that you can sign up for to have your yep. own segment of the show. Um, and just you know, just a. Uh, Extreme amount of gratitude for my mother's undying devotion to all the dumb shit that her daughter is involved in. <laughs> and puns. And puns. And puns. And puns. I appreciate one of those. <laughs> <laughs> the so puns. thanks, thanks, Liz's mom. Thanks, mom. Thanks, my mom. Thanks, me. Right, just, you me, can just say mom. Me, mom. Mom. Mommy. Thanks, Liz's mom. Uh, for you know. Thank just, you, Liz's mom. Despite all the puns, for yeah. all the puns. For, can we just talk, for all the puns. Can we talk the about puns. the level of petty where your mom devoted her segment to just doing something that I disliked? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's pretty great. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's right up there with uh, Fifty Cent buying out the first four rows. Oh, General's guts are just fuck with him. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! So great. This is—we're not even the shameless plugs, but y'all need to go watch the Fire Festival documentary. <laughs> oh god! Yo, Which that shit is speaking ridiculous. of ridiculous. The Netflix one—I have okay. not watched the Hulu one yet. Okay. Plus, right. the, I felt—I felt like the Hulu one was like they paid people to be on it. 
Um, like the fire festival. Okay. Uh, we've got a we've got a real nerdy one this week. Oh boy! Uh, if I owned a DeLorean, I would only drive it from time to time. <sighs> <laughs> That's Patreon.com for slash for geek's sake. I thought it was funny. It was better than last week. <laughs> Make sure you have all the S's and all the E's. All the S's and all the E's. Are you done? I'm so done. Can I tell you that while she told that joke, my last two or three drinks hit me like a goddamn freight train. (laughs) (laughs) So he's just sitting there like, are you speaking English? Apologies to my wife. I won't be home for a while. All of a sudden we went. (laughs) 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 And so this microphone. All right, let's do some shameless. Let's do another show. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do some shameless plugs. Dan, as always, you can find me at epiceventsorlando.com for all your DJ needs. Um, and I'm going to shout out, uh, runaways where you can see James Marsters being, uh, <laughs> an evil dad. That's yeah. true. On, on Hulu. As opposed to season two is out now. I've been binging it. It's fantastic. Uh, as opposed to, uh, to, to fuck. I lost it. Westworld mm-hmm. where you can see James Marsden. Yes. Play a sap that eventually dies. Spoilers. Oh, well, sort of dies a lot. <laughs> That's true. He's created to die. Right, right. That's what James Marsden does. Stop it, both of you. <laughs> Sir Ivan Waisaki. Uh, uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, two of my favorite podcasts done by Freddie Hernandez and Andrew Hell. It does Car Guys, uh, Car Guys Talk. Yeah, yeah. I'm just guilty. Car Guys Talk and hey. Wrench Every Day. Hey. Hey. Those horses. are my friends. Well, they're my friends, too. Well, I introduced you to them. Yes, thank you very much. You're welcome. Liz? Um, I've got, uh, like, an, <laughs> a fucking owl level of shameless plugs tonight. Like, first and foremost, I would like to shamelessly plug Slow and Low, Rock and Rye. Um, Seconded. Amazing. <laughs> uh, this is... Thirded. Uh, uh, it's, it's billed as served straight up in pharmacies and saloons since the 1800s. Not Apparently, true. This, this started, this company started in 1884. Hmm. Uh, this is rye. Made with uh, raw honey, navel orange, rock candy syrup, and bitter. So this is literally an old-fashioned in a bottle. We have just been pouring it over ice and consuming it. It is 84 proof. It's why we're all slurring our words right now. Uh, it's delicious. It is It is great. I love this stuff. We stumbled upon it uh, on the next thing I'm going to shamelessly plug, which is the Thornton <laughs> Park Art and Wine Walk, um, third Thursday of the month. Get to know your city, guys. It's super cool. I've lived in Orlando for... 13 years and I did the wine and art walk for the first time in my life last month when I discovered rock and rye and I cannot believe I've never done it. I'm going to do it every Thursday from now on. You just get to wander around Thornton park area and downtown Orlando, talk to local businesses, talk to local art vendors and get drunk in is public. It and it's the Isn't best. It the exact same two things she published. She, she shamelessly plugged last week. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I've got more. Well, she said it was owl level. Shamelessly plugs the same fucking thing every week for the last four years. That's just the business that he tries to survive on. But go ahead and talk about Thornton Park again. (laughs) Yeah, what's up? They're also trying to survive on businesses. Hmm. Thanks to to Liz. (laughs) Continue with your owl level. Um, I would also like to shamelessly plug um, Black Hawk Knives. uh, Black Hog. Like not Black Hawk. Like oh my god, we should not have been drinking. Black this. Hawk down. Black Hawk down. Um, no, bla- so so my boyfriend recently had a custom made knife 
done by a local bladesmith. Um, the company is called Black Hog Knives. Um, the bladesmith or the blacksmith, if you will, his name is Chad Bolin. Uh, he does incredible work, uh, extreme quality work. He can make anything that you can think of. He's got a full, uh, I guess, forge is what you would call it. Mm-hmm. Um, really quality stuff. And for all you nerds out there, like go get a replica made of like your favorite sword from whatever geek fandom that you're into. I call Stormbreaker. <laughs> I'm legitimately thinking of it. So I, Master, I know, Master Sword. I don't know if I've ever talked about this. I don't know if I have ever actually mentioned this on the air. So my niece, her name is Arya. Okay. So, and I got her a stuffed Nymeria. I did a, a friend of ours got her a stuffed Nymeria for her birthday. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's legit. Like she was named after the f- fucking game of Thrones character. Like, right. no, like we own that. Like my, my brother and my sister-in-law own that. Like it is, it is the thing. <laughs> and I'm legitimately considering, uh, getting her a replica of needle made for her birthday. Her birthday is in February. She's Sweet. only turning four this year though. So I'm thinking maybe this is not the year. Probably. Not for another decade. Maybe not the year. Uh, but no, seriously, <laughs> go check him out on Instagram. Uh, you can see all his work there. Uh, it's at, I believe it's at Black Hog Knives. Yep, Black underscore Hog underscore Knives. Um, check him out there, and you can see all the custom stuff that he's done, and then go to his website and order yourself a super cool knife. He can do custom work with, like, any kind of wood that you want for whatever finish you're looking for the handle. It, it's just, it's, it's quality stuff. It's really awesome. And it's super cool to support local business. Right on. Excellent. So was that, was that four? I think so. Oh. Three or four. I feel like I had another one. Hmm. 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 Moving on. Okay. So I refuse to be outdone for episode 200, so I got more. (laughs) Uh God damn it. This episode is brought to you in part by Clyde Mays Whiskey. (laughs) Among Uh, others. (laughs) I prefer the Alabama style. Can you say that? Is it brought to you in part by Clyde? Because I feel like it's not. I feel like we just drank it. It's it's hard. I feel like you just drank it. To be fair, Clyde Mays in part. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Clyde Mays did not ask to be a part of this, but it was. Yeah. So it, this at least episode, on this side of the table, it was absolutely. We so finished this bottle tonight. That Alabama style. Yeah, yeah. Before we started slow and low. Absolutely. Uh, the slow and low does not do great things for keto. Also, I'm <laughs> going low carb. I'm down 13 pounds. Good for you. Awesome. Yeah. Are you shamelessly plugging the ketogenic diet? 10. I am actually not because I don't really do the keto thing. <laughs> Uh, I just do the lower carb thing. So I just kind of like, I follow keto the same way my children follow me through like a grocery store. Fair. Like technically they're somewhere behind me. And Have eventually you? you end up in the same place. So I, did, so I did keto for a while, legit, like pretty hardcore. And I got into it and I lost like 17 pounds. Yep. Before I was like, all right, that's, that's enough. Uh, have you made taco shells out of cheese yet? No, I don't use shit that the isn't fuck? for that to do other shit. Like, I don't do cauliflower rice. I don't do cheese tortillas. I Ow. don't do Ow. cheese I'm gonna tortillas. Need you, I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> Taco shells that are made out of cheese. Like, call it no. Cauliflower pizza is bullshit. Okay? That's a vegetable pretending to be bread. A grain. And that's rude. Okay? <laughs> It's just it's pizza? just fucking rude. Yeah. But this is not this eating? is not this is not cheese I'm not. pretending to be flour. This is cheese. <laughs> Being cheese. Crispy and delicious cheese holding your meat. <laughs> okay, I'll come back and try that again. <laughs> 
You made you you made a good point there. I like cheese holding my uh, mouth. Let's see <laughs> other shameless plug. But Shira's got new episodes dropping in February, and I don't care. Shira is awesome. Shira is awesome, and it's coming out soon, like within the next couple of weeks. And I cannot fucking wait. So good. Uh, also, shout out to Papa Sabs. Papa Sabs. Papa Sabs. Who provide me with dinner every Tuesday for the past year? God bless them and their wonderful, <laughs> wonderful souls. Uh, last two because I cannot be outdone. I just I can't allow it. I know I had another one. I can't remember. And I'm so pissed. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Overwatch is doing the Lunar New Year stuff. And if you're not playing Overwatch, you're wrong. It's fucking amazing. Mm. And cost marketing agency, Katrina Texador, the hardest goddamn working woman in tre- and geek. So Good there. job. You pulled one. You know what? Well, yeah, fuck yeah. you. I'm going to shamelessly plug the taco place that you always talk about. Oh, my God. Waco Taco. Waco Taco. Taco. Goddamn tacos in Central Florida. Yeah, Would you like me to? Midland. Would you? Oh. <laughs> Should we, do we want to like shout and out all the taco places that we've ever eaten like live on the air? <laughs> oh my God. That'd be, we don't have another hour. Okay. We, uh, shout, we got to shout out hardcore at Taco Bell. Remember that night? Mr. T brought us yeah. like seven family packs. Okay, We're just drunk we now. Ate them all. So folks, we want to thank you so much. We also want to give a shout out to, uh, to heroes park, although they would desperately not want to be associated with this episode. No. Uh, but they're there and you should support them despite our alcohol addiction. I want to give, give a shout out to like, uh, like this is our two inch episode. I want to give a shout out to everybody that has been affiliated with the show that has been like, like a repeat appearance like we have some like some repetitive characters if you will like thank you for everyone that has that has always agreed to come on and support us thank Sir you for Ivan, Emily Sarah the other Emily the other Sarah Tim Phil Tim Phil Amanda Nixie. 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 And they're awesome podcast. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Just like thanks There's so no much. There's no place like Tara. Because because it hasn't been just us. It's been it's been it's been a wild ride. It's been yeah. awesome. And thanks to all our guests that have come in here and been like, oh, I'll do And whatever the name of the guy who's the podcast. senior director of emergency management for Simple <laughs> County. <laughs> and all the crazy people that came back up for the first time. <laughs> yeah, right? Forest Oral. Anyway, that's God, gonna Katrina. do it. Oh, what's the that? other Katrina? Emily. Oh, Katrina. Emily Chance. Mm-hmm. Emily Chance. Mm-hmm. Oh, one day I'll learn her real name. Uh, <laughs> that is going to do it for us after, after 200 episodes. And if you're still listening to this shit, God bless you, honey. Uh, I hope your car ride's almost over. <laughs> so uh, We'll be back with more normal content, normal for us content Quote next week. Unquote. Yep. Yeah, until next time, this is Al Sterling saying, do or do not, there is no try. Can I tell you guys something? What's up? 
I'm, I'm fucking drunk. His mic's <laughs> not on. That's how drunk he is. His mic is not picking up sound right now. That's not my fault. That's his fault. <laughs> 200 episodes, Seriously. 200% alcohol. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I have been drunk as hell this entire episode. Oh. So goddamn drunk. I love you guys. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Whew.